I'm J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington, and you are listening to Titans Football on the DHS Press Network. Go to dhspress.com for all the news Titans fans need to know. Attention Dominion and opposing team parents, players, and coaches. Want to follow Loudoun of Fairfax County High School's number one sports news website for current and alumni news? Check out Berg Sports Network. You can see their professional photos taken of tonight's game, which are available to purchase as well. To view photos, just go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and SmugMug. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another DHS Press broadcast of Titan Football. <laughs> as the Heritage Pride get ready to take on the Dominion Titans. The Titans come in after back-to-back -back wins against Rock Ridge and Jefferson and now have a record of 2-4 and four going against the 1-6 Pride. I'm Rune Junker. Joining me is Ian Whitfield. Ian, how have the Titans been able to win their past two games? Varun, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna give you a very, very simple answer right Let's here. Let's hear it. I'm gonna give you a two-word name. All right, very easy. Trey Hayes, and it's <laughs> you can't even like argue it. The man has put up 662 yards this year, ten touchdowns, and in his past two games has gone north of 200 yards. He is literally Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. A workhorse back in this conference, and unfortunately, he's just not getting a whole lot of other support on this offense. And I think if the Titans can give him another option here and let Trey even get just a little more room, it's going to be scary to see what the, what he can do in the rest of the season. Yeah, you talked about that game against Jefferson. He ran for 279 yards and four touchdowns of that game after running for 204 yards against Rock Ridge Phoenix. He's been simply sensational in his last two games. It's an understatement. That is, Yeah, you cannot, we say it every time, you cannot begin to talk about how great he's been on a team that otherwise has struggled a great deal this year, although they have picked up their play as of late. He's been just incredible. He's been an all-world talent. And, you know, there was a discussion about whether he should be placed at uh, – placed at uh, running back before the year, but now that he's been placed there, it's been very uh, interesting to see how that move has panned out. Yeah, I think it's, as we were actually talking about this before the game, we thought complimenting Woodard on his decision to move trade to running back, and I think we, we both said it's not the, the, the greatest like mastermind move that's ever been done, but it's a it's a straight, it's like a really good decision that for some reason Dominion coaches throughout the years have not really made the decision to do. And it's really, really working out here. So props to Woodard and the coaching staff for making that decision as it's really benefited the Titans so far this year. Yeah, they've done a great job. All right, let's get to our fashion update of the week. Dominion out here <laughs> in their black with some pink accessories. I saw we were talking before the game, you really like the black and pink. Black, the pink really is just so cool. And especially with just on the black with the chrome helmet. I mean, we actually have Heritage, who has some of the, I think, one of the better helmets in yeah. the game. We don't like their unis, as we were talking I about don't. before. The white and gray, I just can't really tell no, too much no. of their numbers, and it's just not enough of contrast. I like that uh, numbers to be red. We're just about ready for the kickoff now. Here is the kick from the Heritage kicker. It is short. It's going to be caught at the 20-yard line here, and here is Trey Hayes looking for room. He's getting to the outside, but he's going to be brought. No! He's going to try reversing field, but he'll be brought out of bounds at about the 27-yard line. And we will see this Dominion offense led by Aiden. Is it Aiden Dolan? Yes, it is, it is Aiden, Aiden Dolan. Dolan. A lot of controversy throughout the season about who the quarterback's going to be, second year in a row that we've had some issues. That controversy is actually kind of 
almost gone away as Henry Fleckner is actually out for the remainder of this season. So it's going to be up to Aiden Dolan now to take this team by the helm and try to steer us towards that postseason position that I'm sure we will reference later in the season right? We, in the uh, broadcast. Right. Here are the Titans. Now, they've got a shot to make the playoffs. We'll outline the situation that they will need to. Uh, what they will need to do. Here is Dolan. He's going to pitch it right now to Hayes, and Hayes is going to move up, and he's going to get a first down and more down at about the 40 or 41-yard line. Let's see where they spot it. I think it's going to be at the 41. So starting really well right there, a 13-yard run for Hayes. Yeah, and I, I always love giving Trey Hayes those like those HB dives or the, the power rushes into uh, one of the side gaps. It, running up the middle for Trey Hayes isn't one of his specialties. It's allowing him to get to the corner and allowing him to really just go to work out there is where he shines and can put up those uh, massive games. Here is a handoff again to Hayes, and he's going to push away Max Janice, and Hayes goes into the open field, and he's going to be brought down at about the 45-yard line of Heritage. Huge gain there. That's going to be about 25 yards. And, I mean, Trey Hayes is just... We, we, everyone knows it, is not the biggest guy in the world. Nope. No, he might be, he's strong, like very strong. I'm not saying he's not, jacked. but he's not, he doesn't have, yeah, jacked. He's not tall and he's not super big, like, like width wise, but his ability to push off right there, he pushed off a six foot three Max Janice, who is hands down the Heritage's best player, who is playing safety and is able to rumble for an extra 15 yards right there. So just a great run there again by Trace. The Titans are now in Heritage territory. Two runs, two first downs for the Titans. Here's Dolan keeping it himself. He'll get one, maybe two on the play before falling down on the quarterback option. We know what Dolan can do as a runner. What have you seen from him as a passer in that Rock Ridge game? Well, in the Rockridge game, he he had his struggles, and everyone's aware of it, but he did show that he has confidence in his ability to throw the ball. And even though he was struggling a little bit early on, he started to actually get a little more comfortable there at the end of the game, even though it was mainly a Trey Hayes show. So he's not afraid to sling it. Second and eight now for the Titans. Ball at the Heritage 34, about 10 minutes left in the first quarter. Here's Dolan out, throws right side. It's going to be caught. Mason Ward is going to catch that and fall forward for more than a first down, down to about the 16-yard line of the Heritage Pride. So quick start and a good start there for Hay, uh, for Dolan throwing the ball as he's only, that's only his uh, fifth completion of the year. He's thrown for about 44 yards before this game. He does really like that throw on the run, though. And uh, that, that, that's Woodard really playing to the team's strength is one thing that he's talked about in our interview that you will be listening to at halftime. Here is Hayes now again to the edge. He's going to run and get maybe five yards on the play there. And so far this game, we've seen that Trey Hayes has just been dominant. Yeah, Trey Hayes is, I mean, obviously you give the ball to your best. Skill. 100%. I'd say best player, but we do have Jimmy Crist on the team. But best skill player, right. obviously. And one of the things Woodard talked about in the halftime interview that you obviously I already mentioned it will be coming up at halftime is that he wants to get Trey the ball as much as possible. And he wants to play to our team's strengths. Many options, which allows Dolan to get running. He wants to get Trey the option and then rolling out for passing options. Here come the Titans now. Dolan in the gun. Hayes to his right side. Two receivers to the far side. One to the near side. It's going to be Dolan keeping himself. Loses his balance and is brought down behind the line of scrimmage. That's going to be a loss of about five on the play as the ball is going to be spotted at the 14-yard line. And that's going to bring up third down and long for the Titans. Ten minutes left in the opening quarter. Yeah, we have Aiden Smith coming onto the field now, actually, which is so another thing that um, yeah, Woodard mentioned is that he had such a good week at practice and that he's, re he, he's really starting to pick up on the game. Is he's really a first-time like a first -time football player. As obviously, he's played earlier in the season, but he's still trying to learn the game a little bit. 
and he said he's really shown out and that he's going to get a lot more uh, uh, time this year. Now we have a double running back set to uh, Dolan's left. Here is Dolan. He's going to keep it himself, and he's going to die forward for about two, two, maybe three on the play. And that's not going to be enough for the first down. Dominion's going to be given an interesting decision now. I was going to say, that was an interesting play call right yeah. there on second and long. Third just, and long. Or third, or, yeah, third and long, just to run that ball right up the middle. And I, maybe it's, it has some, a little bit something to do with they're a little bit shaky on their um, passing situation. Is Now they're not going to kick a field goal. We do have some controversy in the kicking position, but here comes Dolan. Fourth and four now for the Titans. Huge moment. He tries a hard count. Nobody bites. It's him in the gun with haste to his left side. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near side. Isolated. It's going to be Jaden Hickey. Here's uh, Dolan now making some adjustments at the line. He's going to move haste to his right side now. And before the snap, they're going to call a timeout as Dominion's going to waste their first, they're spend their first timeout here. I'm sure Woodard. Left yeah, first. I'm sure Woodard is not going to be very happy about that. Is it, it just kind of seemed like there was a lot of confusion there, and Dolan was trying to make one too many adjustments there at the line. Is now it is the fourth and three situation, so it's going to be difficult for um, the Titans to have to figure out what to do here. Is yeah, she just struggled right there. Right, yeah, there was a lot of miscommunication, it looked like. Want to give a shout-out to loyal listener and Titan football alumni Jason Robinson for tuning into the program. Always been a supporter, so nice to see that. 8.50 left in the first quarter. No score yet between the Dominion Titans and the Heritage Pride. And uh, Dominion face now with a fourth and four. And looks like here they're going to... That's an interesting that formation. Is, that is the um, Rockridge formation. Yeah, that looks like the triple option formation. Let's see what they're going to do here. Here's uh, Oh, and now they're going to switch out of it. Oh, my. A lot of trickery. Okay, here we go. So there's trips to the far side. Here's Dolan in the gun. Hayes to his left side. Dolan catches a snap, pitches it out to Hayes. Hayes going to have to make something uh, happen. Slips, and he's going to fall, and he's going to be short of the first down. And the Titans are going to turn it over on downs and a promising opening drives. Does not result in any points there. What do you think of the decision by uh, Woodard to go forward on fourth down? I kind of like the decision, um, frankly, because we have had our problems with the kicking this year so far. And Trey Hayes has been so dominant, fourth and four. You, tr you really trust your man to get four yards in that situation. It just unlucky. He lost his footing, and his knee ended up touching it. Obviously, in high school football, it's not down by contact. Once you hit the ground, right. you're down. So, unfortunately... Unfortunate there for the Titans at a really promising drive. Here is the Heritage offense led by quarterback Dalton Vogel. He's going to hand it off here on the first play, and the run's going to go over to the right side. It's going to be a gain of about nine yards on the play. Cannot see the number no, here first because down, of first the great down. numbers. Oh, they're going to call a first down, so that's going to be a generous spot here by the officials given to Heritage on their first play as they'll get a first down here. Move the chains on their very first running play. Uh, one of the players you really want to look for in this heritage offense, Faroon, is um, Max Janis. He's six foot three, 170 pounds, and he is just a menace on the outside, and he's ready to go up and get it, and that's his favorite thing as he really uses his elite size and jumping ability to go up over cornerbacks. Here's another handoff now, and it's going to be a gain of about two on the play. Can't really see the number from here of the heritage player. Those white on gray uniforms are not great for looking at numbers, I'm not going to lie. Nah, it's kind of hard to see from here. It actually just looks like lines on the jerseys. Exactly. It's going to be a second and seven now from the Heritage 27-yard line for the Pride as they try to score on their opening drive. Dalton Vogel yet to throw a pass today. 
first two plays have been running plays. Last play was a three-yard gain. Here he is in the pistol formation, two receivers to either side. He's going to throw a quick little hitch route out to the outside. Nothing doing. Titans swarm to the football and bring it down for a gain of about a half a yard there. I don't know really how <clears throat> confident Heritage is in Vogel, really. I, in all the videos I was watching, there's two things that he does. And from everything, like all the wide receivers I watched and from his own tape, is either him chucking the ball up to Max Janis, because he does have a good arm, as uh -huh. we saw in warm-ups. We saw in warm-ups. He can throw the ball yeah. far. And so he kind of just chucks it up and says, hey, Janis, go get it. Or he just does these short little screen passes. So it'll be interesting to see what Heritage ends up doing with him throughout the remainder of this game. Here they're faced with the third and seven. Titans bring a blitz, a quick route. It's going to be tipped before it gets to the receiver. Incomplete. Intended target there, Max Janis. And the Titan defense will force a three and out on their first possession. And they'll get their offense the ball back. Trey Hayes is going to return this punt. It's going to be fielded by the Heritage Punter about his own 13-yard uh, line. So that's going to be interesting. Hayes lining up at about 36. We obviously saw last year against Heritage, he had one of the greatest plays in Dominion history, an improbable punt return. You can find that on Overtime. You can find our call on the DHS <laughs> Press website. You can find that on, if you just – it's on so many social media platforms. It's incredible. It was incredible as we – it looks like a penalty here for something. Yeah, it's going to be moving the Heritage Pride back five yards. So Most likely a false start. So uh, both the punter and the returner will move up five yards. So that will make this a little bit better for the Titans as they try to get some good field position here. 7-10 left in the first quarter if you're just joining us. Dominion about to get the ball back after their first possession ended with a turnover on downs. Here's Hayes. He's going to call for a fair catch at the Dominion 42-yard line. And... The Dominion offense will come back out onto the field. Eli Armenteros is walking out there right now. We haven't seen a lot from Eli this year. In fact, he's been really quiet uh, through the first five games, include, uh, not including the Jefferson game. He's only caught one pass for seven yards, and that was in the Potomac Falls game. What do you think they need to do to get him more involved in this offense? Well, I know he's one player of a room that you and I were both really high on yeah. coming into the year because he is a freak athlete. Like, he mm -hmm. is super fast, and he can jump out of his socks. Like, it's... He's elite, and as a wide receiver, that's something you really want out of your guy. Exactly. And I feel like that would, be, that would be a guy that I felt like they would really want to target more, and I feel like he'd get some good separation, but he really hasn't been used much in this Titan offense, so it's definitely a player I want to see used a lot more. Here's a quick hitch route now to Mason Word. Word looking for room to the outside. He's going to get very close to a first down, about a yard short there. Good block there by Eli after we did start talking about him after that. A uh, quick pass to Mason Word. He ran around on the outside, and Eli laid a massive hit on the cornerback right there and actually almost put him down. Mason Word before this game, 13 receptions for 64 yards on the year. Really been a good job, doing a good job as that slot receiver. Second and one, six and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Here is a handoff to Hayes. Hayes shrugs off a guy in the backfield, shrugs off another defender. He's trying to get that first down. He will not. He will be brought down. The ball is loose, but a tight end player is able to fall on it and honestly gain a couple of yards. Or that might give the Titans enough for a first down. It's a question if that ball got out of bounds or not. I think they're... They called a heritage... They say Heritage recovered that? No, I think... They're pointing... Oh, no. No, no, no. It's going to be still staying Dominion football. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think it was even close, but one of the referees was pointing in the other direction. Just... I, I don't know what he was signaling, but... First down now for the Titans after the fumble goes out of bounds past the first down marker. Here is Dolan in the shotgun. 
He's going to do a little scat pass here to Thomas Waysgrass, and Waysgrass has room. Waysgrass is going to run for very close to a first down, down to about the 40, the 36-yard line of the Heritage Pride. And the Titans have been able to move the ball a lot with some run plays early on, huh? Yeah, they really are just pounding the ball right up the middle of the field, and that's always right there. Technically, Varun is not a run play. That is a technical pass by Aiden Dolan, so I'm sure that's a quarterback's favorite play. Is it is a quick oh, a tap pass, pass. correct? A tap yeah. pass forward. So Aiden huh. Dolan there getting a, a free complete pass for 15 yards. Yep, second and one now for the Titans uh, after the uh, tap pass by Thomas Waysgrass. Here's a pitch now. Out to the outside to Aiden Smith, right, playing running back. He's going to be brought down short of the first down. They've been really struggling in those short yardage situations. And I know we like to see Dole, uh, Hayes out in the open field on the outside, but that might be a situation where you just dive it up the middle. I think they're really complicating these short yardage <laughs> situations. Bro. I think they're overthinking it. They're trying to do these like really advanced like packages with all sorts of different... Um, designs to them. I think all they need, really need to do is just kind of give the Trey the ball, overload one side, and say, hey, Trey, go run for three yards. Like, and I'm sure Trey in two tries can do that. So I, th I just want the Titans to be maybe a little more simple with their play calling right here in the short yardage situations. Third and one now for Dominion. It's going to be a fake high snap to Dolan, and Hayes is going to power forward, and it looks like he's got very close, if not, I think he, he has the it. first he has down. It. Yeah. They're going to spot it about the 35-yard line of the uh, Heritage Pride, so the Titans will get a first down, convert on third down. And now, with four minutes and 45 seconds left, they are threatening to score once again. They've been able to move this ball relatively well through the first two drives, huh? Yeah, they have, and it's really going to be interesting to see how they handle it the second time down here almost as they're almost in the red zone. And I really want – they're getting some really good separation from their wide receivers, and Dolan has should, shown good accuracy in the mid-level mid so far, so I want him to kind of keep that up. He has indeed. Here is Dolan dropping back to pass. He's going to throw deep. It's going to be batted away, incomplete. Max Janis in there uh, on coverage against Mason Word. Uh, I, don't th I think that's, Tom that's Thomas Waysgrass. Oh, it's Waysgrass there on the incompletion as the intended receiver. So that will bring up second and 10 for the Titans. Ball at the 35-yard line. 4.17 left in the first quarter. If you're just joining us, no score just yet. Here is Dolan in the shotgun. Hayes next to him. He's going to fumble it as he's running around in the backfield trying to make something happen. He's going further and further backwards. He's going to throw a pass. There's a flag. It's going to be incomplete, but let's see what the flag is. That was just absolute chaos. That was Rude. chaos and not a great play. No, not at all. And I'm trying to figure out if that's going to be – there was a flag before the play and there was a flag after the play. I'm guessing the flag after the play was intentional grounding. Right, because that ball did not that get That ball wasn't even the, close to does anyone. That, does it have to get to the – no, but he was out of the tackle box, so I don't know if it has to that's get to true. the – That's true. Except was he out of the tackle box because he was still in the middle of the field? I think the tackle box out? also goes backwards. We'll see right here. Is I think I'm assuming there was a holding penalty or something at some point. Yeah, because for sure. that was just absolute chaos. As he scrambled back, let's see, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, nearly thirty yards on that play. See, the refs are having a really big gathering right here. Penalty against the offense. 
and holding on the folding. offense. Wow. So the Titans are going to be And intentional back. grounding. I don't think both penalties no, will be. Yeah, yeah. They just called that, though. So the <laughs> intentional grounding penalty is going to move the Titans back a lot. So the second and ten is now going to make this the third and very, very, very long. Well, it cannot be as long as the first and 51 that we faced earlier in this season Varun, against Broad Run. That's my, that's my favorite play that we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> the Trey Hayes punt return was great. I loved it. But just looking at the scoreboard and being like, hey, that was, that's a far distance. And uh, looking first and, going, and uh, oh, it's 51. It's first and 51. Just ch chip away a few yards at a time here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, they are going backwards. Second and 35. No, that's the way. No, that can't be right. That's not it. That's the 35-yard line. Oh, it's 35-yard line. It's going to be third down, and that might be. I want to. <laughs> that might be close. Wait, let's see. 30, no, I 40, think that's about 45. I think it's 45. Yeah, it's oh, about 45. Man. So it's not going to be wow. quite as bad as it could have been, but wow. still not great. It's an understatement. So the Titans' uh, promising drive is not going to look good. When you're doling there, you just have to throw that away the second you pick up the ball, right? I Yes, 100%. He tried to do a little too much, and you can't really blame him. Everyone wants to make up for that play exactly. and try to do the most with the situation. But you, sometimes you just have to fold and just get rid of the football. Even that, Sometimes that's the best play. As it is now, they don't even up on the scoreboard. <laughs> it's third and 35. They don't have it up on the scoreboard. Here is Dolan. He's going to throw right That's, side. It's oh, going to be you? nearly intercepted, dropped by the Heritage defender. My goodness, that nearly was a disastrous play for Dominion. And Dolan nearly threw that right into coverage that time. The amount of dropped interceptions that we've seen this year, Varun, That is, is true. I is, feel like we see a lot. We've seen a lot of dropped interceptions. And it is, it's actually crazy. Like, not just on our end. We've had a lot ourselves. But just every single team, there's just so many dropped interceptions, and it's really benefited the Titans a lot. As we've Indeed. That's a lot of turnovers that we could have had. Fourth and 45 now for Dominion. Here is Aiden Smith on to punt. A surprising revelation at punter, Aiden Smith. He's really shown out so far as a punter, and even though that's just a, a small part of a football team, it's still, it can be it's very still nice important. to see. Here is the punt now. He's going to catch it. He's going to field it cleanly, and he's going to get a boomer off here. It's a good punt. It's going to be caught at the 35-yard line, and here's the returner. Makes one man miss. He's going to get to the 50, past the 50, before being brought down, and he will get into tight end territory at the 49-yard line. A yeah, good return there to get across the 50-yard line, and actually a, you can hear the Heritage fans on the other side. It's a pretty decent turnout for a team that's nearly 30 minutes away from us. So a good turnout there by the Heritage Pride, and... They actually have the exact same spirit um, day as us, as we, both teams are pink outs. Both teams indeed do have a pink out. D-block is... Not bad. Not bad. Pretty good size for the crowd. On especially a cold day. It's, I was going to say, it's a very cold October night. Probably, I think we're about 45 right now. Sounds about right. Here is Vogel now in the pistol. He's going to take the snap and hand it off right side. And the run will go for about two, maybe three yards on the play. Just not a lot going for, just not a lot going here for the Heritage Pride is in the in the running game specifically, as they've already had, obviously they already had the three and out and a good drive there by the Titans that was foiled after that. But they have not really been able to get it going on offenses. Vogel is not looking confident really. 
Yeah, Vogel hasn't really thrown a pass other uh, – he hasn't completed a pass other than that little scat pass. Here's a handoff now, and the running back's going to be swallowed up behind uh, at the line of scrimmage. Maybe a gain of one there, and they'll bring up second – third and seven. Titan defense, or Woodard is playing this extremely well so far, I think. He's just stacking the box and forcing Vogel to have to throw it up, and I'm, he's trusting his cornerbacks against uh, Janice in this situation as the Titans are backing up a lot now, so it looks like there was a penalty after the play. Looks like it's going to be – Third and two? Yeah, Titans really, really being frustrating with the penalties so far this season. It just has not been a good situation overall. It's going to be second and three now after the five-yard penalty against Dominion. Not sure what the penalty was called. Here come the pride in the shot in the pistol formation. Two receivers to the far side. The run is going to go for a gain of about 15 there down to the 32-yard line. And the Titans' early inability to cash in on some good drives. Looks like it might cost them here. The Heritage Pride are threatening. Yeah, but they also, you have to remember, they're also in this, almost the same kicking situation as we are, as they are struggling with their kickers. And the distance that we've seen so far has not been good from them at all. So they're probably in the same situation, just wanting to go for seven. Here is the run now, and it's going to be another first down here. Jared Arcuri, five foot five. You can tell that that's him. He's just tiny. Arcuri has done a great job for the Pride running so far. He's been he's actually been very good so he's far. He's very shifty. He reminds me of my own Buffalo Bills running back, Devin Singletary, a little <laughs> bit here. Your Buffalo Bills at four and one currently. So. Four and one, five and one after we. Uh, Maybe beat the Miami Dolphins. I don't know. Don't want to jinx it. Here's our Curry now. He's going to run for a gain of about one on the play. That'll bring up second and nine. Ball at the 20-yard line of the Titans as the Pride enter the red zone. And there are two minutes and 25 seconds left in the first quarter. Heritage is not – they're not getting creative with their play calling at all. Vern. No, it's, it's literally the same right. play. It's, it's our Curry to the right side kind of up the middle and let him juke around. Even though he's not super fast, he's got a lot of shiftiness to him. Here is Vogel now throws. It's, it's going to be picked. It's going to go up in the air. It's going to be incomplete. Nearly a chance for an interception there for a Titans player. Yeah, that is just a heart attack moment for any coach. For any coach when you see that ball get tipped at the line. And really good job there. I think that was Nader to Johnny to get a hand up and tip it up in the air. The actual birthday boy, uh, him and his sister, who are twins, both Today share. or yesterday? Uh, today is today. their birthday. Saw both of their very heartwarming posts on Instagram. Third and nine now for the Heritage Pride. Two minutes left in the first quarter. No team has scored yet. We're tied 0-0. Zero zero. We will explain how the playoff situation looks for the Titans very shortly. In the meantime, Vogel is going to go over to his sideline here as it looks like they're going to call a timeout. The Pride spending their first timeout of the game. Both teams left now with two timeouts. In that time, let's talk about the Dominion Titans' playoff situation. They're currently fifth in the Dulles District football rankings. Now, in but that, 4C, that doesn't really do them justice, it, though. Right. In 4C, how it works is there are eight teams will make the playoffs. There are two different districts inside the Region 4. There is the Northwestern District, and then there's the Dulles District. Four teams will make it, the top four teams. Dominion is currently fifth behind Broad Run, who's undefeated at 6-0. They're going to make Tuscarora it. Tuscarora <laughs> at 6-1. County at – sorry, let me give just their district records because yeah, it's yeah. only decided by district. Broad Run is 4-0. Tusky at 1-1. One one. Loudoun County at 1-1. One one. Loudoun Valley at 1-2. And, and the Dominion is 0-1, their only loss coming to Broad Run earlier this year. 
Now, the Titans have this game against Heritage, which is a division game. Uh, and then they have back-to-back -back games against County and Valley coming up before closing the season at Tuscora. That's four chances to get a division win. Tuscora is a very tough opponent. We're about ready for the snap here. I'll continue explaining after this third and nine. Here is Vogel. He's going to drop back to pass. Throws left side. It's going to be... In com no, it's going to be a catch, but it's going to be short of the first down. That is really unfortunate. Mason Word had such a good jump on yeah, that. Almost got a hand in there, too. So really good catch there by that Heritage Pride player. Indeed. So it's going to be a fourth down and about three. So let's continue with this. Dominion has a chance to control their own destiny. If they win tonight, now that's a big if, they have to make sure they take care of business tonight. They will be tied with Loudoun Valley. And Loudoun Valley... The rest of their schedule, I think the only conference game they have left is against Dominion. So that'll be a massive game, assuming that all goes well tonight. Right. Here is fourth and four for the tight for uh, the Pride. The pass is thrown. It's going to be complete. It's going to be a first down for the Heritage Pride. And they're going to convert here. That's unfortunate. You want to get off the field there. Yeah, it is. And one of the interesting things that I'm seeing right now is you. we are constantly seeing Maxwell ja or Max Janis lined up against Mason Word. And the Titans aren't making any adjustment to it. And right now, in a situation like this, the fact and as he's lining up on the outside, I'm, I would not be surprised if Vogel gets this ball as he's looking left right now and just chucks it up to 6'3 Janis, who's getting guarded by 5'9 Mason Word. Here is the handoff now to the right side. It's going to be a run for about two, maybe three yards there. We're about a minute away from the end of the first quarter, and the Heritage Pride are threatening to score. All right, so looking at Valley's schedule, they play Independence. That game doesn't matter. But then they have Dominion and Tuscarora. Tuscarora is a very good team, as you saw from the standings. They're 6-1. and one. Their only loss coming earlier in the year to Broad Run. If they win, basically the Titans have to beat, um, they have to beat, one of these, uh, they have to win tonight, and then they have to steal a game from either County, Valley, or Tuscarora. That's what their path is to the playoffs. Here is Vogel. He's going to drop back. He's going to, looks like a broken play there. He's going to run out to the right side. He's going to make a man miss. He's going to throw it to the end zone. Oh. Incomplete. Good defense there by Mason Ward really, to force the incompletion. Really good pump fake there by Vogel to yeah. get two Titans to jump. Gave himself Jimmy some Chris room. went up in the air. When and he came down, I thought the earth shook. <laughs> and actually put a really, really good ball to the corner of the end zone over nice Mason ball. Ward, who did have good coverage, but it was actually a really good pass, and it actually went right through the Heritage player's hands. So fortunate there for the Titans that that did not result in a touchdown, but it was good coverage by Mason, but just a perfectly thrown ball there by Vogel as we still see these massive wide receivers lined up against our shorter cornerbacks. Yeah, third and six now. 26 seconds left in the first quarter, and it looks like they're going to spend another timeout here. Heritage using their second timeout, trying to get themselves on page before a critical third down here. Neither team is really able to kick, so the Titans are able to get an incompletion here or get a, get off the field here. They're going to have a chance on fourth down, it looks like, to stop this Heritage attack. We'll see how confident Heritage is in their kicker, but as we saw from that kickoff room, what did that kick go from? Not, to not the, well. At the third, our own 30, maybe slightly, uh, that might even be generous. It was right up the middle of the field, just not deep at all and not a lot of arc to it, and we got a good return and got us to about the 50, so it'll see... We'll see how confident Heritage is in that if Dominion is able to force a stop here. A big, big third down coming up as the score is still 0-0 with 26 seconds left here in the first quarter. Yeah, we talked about Valley schedule heading up. County also will play Dominion. They'll also play, uh, they will also play Heritage, correction. 
And so third and six now. Titans really do have a shot here to get into the playoffs, which would be nice in Coach Woodard's first year. Let's see if they're able to close it out tonight, though. Third and six, 26 seconds left in the first quarter. Here is Vogel. He's going to throw end zone. Too high, incomplete, and the Titans are going to force a fourth down here. Let's see what happens here. I think Vogel needs to do a much better job in that situation, Varun. You have uh, Max, or sorry, Janice, who is just been who's just massive and actually we have the kicking unit coming on so it'll be interesting to see how this turns out but he had a lot of height on I believe that was Trey Hayes in that situation actually and he was able to go up and had so much height and just an overly thrown ball and threw it to put it too high but lucky for, for the Titans as we force a fourth down we're gonna see how this heritage kicking is the kick is up it is it is good. Ooh. That did not look good from here. I it was it, it was high, left. but I think it was I thought it was high. I think it I barely it snuck in. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the Titans will go down three nothing with 18 seconds left in the first half. Great drive there for the Pride to get three points up on the board. As the Titans actually, they they're actually looking better than the Pride so far. I think even though they are losing, they just need to be more they got to do more with their balls in the red zone situations and they've gotten down there twice and both times they've had they've one time they stalled and the other time they had a panic attack and had two pen <laughs> or had a penalty that oh, and then after that led to a 35 yard loss or so right from and then Aiden Dolan, Aiden Dolan and just then, kind then of the started running backwards without really any plan so we're about ready for the kickoff here Titans are going to take it back they got two returners back. It's going to be Mason Ward and Trey Hayes. 18 seconds left in the first quarter. Titans down 3 nothing. Ian, what do the Titans need to do on offense to get another sustained drive going and then finish it off with a good play and maybe get some points? Obviously, you want to get Trey Hayes more involved. You want to try to open up some bigger holes for him as he's not getting some of the running room that we've seen from him now or we saw against uh, Rockridge. But I really... Dolan has looked good so far, minus obviously that scramble backwards. I almost want to see them kind of just keep him in that mid-range. Mid Mason Word is getting so much separation as he's been targeted a few times now. So I want to see him keep that up. Short kick again, slightly over the 30. Confusion by the Titans. Two it's muffed. people. It's going to be muffed, and it's going to be fallen on. I think a Titan player was able to fall on it at the 29, but we'll see. It looks like the Titans are going to escape here, barely. Really Wood unfortunate, really bad play, honestly. Yeah, Woodard was not happy there. He was just standing there with his hands on his hips, just staring. And you can tell that he was frustrated after that. As that's just that's just common. Like, that's just baseball. Basic or, football. Sorry, baseball. <laughs> football 101 that you need to sort out. Let's see. Okay. You talked to Coach Woodard earlier this week. What did you get the sense from him about how he's changed throughout his first year as a head coach? He said he's he came in with this mindset and he's really adjusted the playing style to what he sees with his players and that includes being more of a run heavy offense even though he wants to be a really heavy mix. Here is Dolan now running backwards. He's going to throw Smart. out of bounds. So uh, he'll just throw it away there on that first down. He was under pressure. Seven seconds left in the first quarter. Second and ten now for the Titans. And that's that's a good decision there by Aiden Dolan. He rolled out of the pocket, pump faked probably five or six times right there, trying to get something to open up and get someone to maybe jump and he can scramble. But no one, but, uh, no one was biting on the move. And then he had three Titans here on the near sideline to us who were just completely smothered, and he ended up throwing the ball away. Good decision there. As it's forced brings up second and ten now, and we, I assume we'll see Trey Hayes probably on this play. As it's been a while since he touched the ball last, and. I know Woodard wants to get him the ball nearly 25 times a game is what he told me in the halftime interview. Makes sense. Let's see what they do here. They're going to pitch it to Hayes. Hayes looking for room on the outside. 
and he's going to run over a man. Trey Hayes gets nine yards after absolutely trucking a Heritage defender to close out the first half, and we're going to pause now for station ID. I'm J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington, and you are listening to Titans Football on the DHS Press Network. Go to dhspress.com for all the news Titans fans need to know. Attention Dominion and opposing team parents, players, and coaches. Want to follow Loudoun of Fairfax County High School's number one sports news website for current and alumni news? Check out Berg Sports Network. You can see their professional photos taken of tonight's game, which are available to purchase as well. To view photos, just go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Smug Mode. Thank you. And we are back after the first uh, quarter. It's the second quarter. <laughs> <laughs> a little confused there, Varun. <laughs> One, then two. One, then, and then two, three. And, then, and then three, correct? And then four. And then four. Okay. All right, just want to make man. sure. Just want to make sure that we got those right uh, to start out. <laughs> it's always good to get that down before we hop on the broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> I have trouble with my counting a little bit. Multi-variable. <laughs> Three nothing to score right now. That's a score that I'm not. Those are numbers I'm not going to forget. As the Heritage Pride lead the Dominion Titans to start the first to end after the oh my goodness For after the first quarter of play. Take a seat real quick. <laughs> We're going to give you a 10 second timeout right here. All right, you go. We're going to refresh. I'm going to try. I'm going to try that now. Let's do it. This is going to be the first play of the second quarter, which is the quarter before halftime, Varun. <laughs> As now Dolan's going to drop back, pitch it over to, geez, Trey Hayes. <laughs> Big block. This is going to be about a five-yard five gain here for the Titans. We're now going in the other direction, Varun, because the quarter ends, so the football switches directions. So you're telling me that after one comes two? <laughs> All right. Okay, getting back to some serious matters now. <laughs> <laughs> Titans are trying to play for a playoff spot right here. Uh, they are down 3 nothing. Not always great to be down early. 11 and a half minutes left in the first half. Here are the Titans now, second and five after that Trey Hayes run. Here's Dolan now, two running backs to his side. Oh, yeah, two running backs to his side. He's going to throw it out to Aiden Smith. Aiden Smith is trying to reverse field. That's going to go maybe pretty wow. well. He's going to make some man miss. He's going to get to the outside. Aiden Smith is going to get a first down. Great run there by, wow. or great play there by Aiden Smith on great the quick pass. The, off. Yeah. It, was, it was here to the near side. Took a couple steps and saw, uh-oh, I have nothing to go. Took a drop step and went reverse field and was able to get a round one last man and was able to turn the corner and get about a 12, 13-yard gain there for the Titans. And Aiden Smith showing really well so far in his first real offensive touches so far this season. And just a pure athlete is one of Dominion's, if not Dominion's, best lacrosse player. Yeah, he is spectacular on the lacrosse field. Uh, first and 10 now for the Titans. Here is Dolan again in that two running back formation. He'll put word in motion, two receivers to the far side. It's going to be a handoff now to Trey Hayes. Why not? It's going to be a gain of about three, maybe four on the play down to the Heritage 44-yard line. It must be so nice as a head coach being able to get first and 10 and then just bring it to second and five almost every single time Trey Hayes touches the ball on first down. It, it, it's really just... it's. it's Amazing, honestly. The fact that it's so consistent every single time he touches the football on first down. Here is Dol Dolan. He's going to give it to Hayes. Hayes is going to go for five, maybe six. I think he got six on that play down to the 42-yard line of the Heritage Pride. Varun, that was about two yards. Man. <laughs> I 
don't know what's. That was about a two-yard gain there by Trey Hayes on the run to bring up about third and three now. Third and four. Third and four now for the Titans. We're good. We're good. He's still he's warming up a little bit here, guys. <laughs> I'd like to say it's early in the season, but it's not. It's actually getting very late <laughs> in the season, so not totally sure what was going on there. Third and four now, though, for the Titans. Yeah, here the Titans come up in a little tight set here. They're going to give it to Aiden Dolan. Aiden oh. Dolan's going to run himself. I think he's going to be short of the first down, barely. So uh, they're most likely going to go for it here, especially with the ball spotted now at the 37-yard line. The referee on the far side gives them a much more generous spot than the referee here on the near side. It'd be interesting to see if they bring the chains out or if they give it to them. Looks Let's like they're going to bring do. the chains out. And it's going to be a first down for the Titans. Nope, you're right. You gave it to them. They signal a first down, and Dominion's going to move the ball. 9.50 left in the first half. Titans down 3-0 to the Heritage Pride, trying to fight for a playoff spot. I think it was a good read there by Aiden Dolan to have that fake pitch. There was a massive gap in the middle of the O-line right there. A bunch of the Pride fell for that pump or that pitch off to Trey Hayes, and I can't really blame them. They are really focused on trying to stop him. Dolan takes it up the middle for himself and got a five-yard gain. Dolan's going to give it to Hayes now, and Hayes is going to get four, maybe five. No, he's going to get three on the play before being brought down. Before being brought down, now bring up a second and seven. Got a little fist pump in the booth here from Ian after I got the correct yardage number. <laughs> but as we mentioned again, another just now it's going to be a second and a mid mid level down situation here for the Titans, and it must be so nice. Now it, it opens up so much for the Titan offense. Is now you can trust Dolan to get rid of the ball, and then you're still in a mid level or mid down situation. So I, I would not be surprised if we see Dolan here drop back in the pocket a little bit and maybe let one go as it's been a while. Here is Dolan now, second and seven, 8.47 left in the first half. He's going to drop back to pass. He's got time. He's going to throw a quick out to the left side. It is caught. Jaden Hickey. Is that? Yes, yeah, that Jayden is Jaden Hickey. Hickey. He's going to get a first down. Jaden Hickey with one of the highlight reel plays earlier this season as he went up for a pass against, I think it was Woodgrove. It was Woodgrove. To score one of the first touchdowns it was of this Dominion season. The first touchdown at home. On this broadcast, correct. On this broadcast. And it was it's it was a spectacular It play. was spectacular. And he's, a, he's another one of those guys who's a pure athlete, a basketball player, starting point guard, great shooter, yeah. uh, can pull up from anywhere. Here come the Titans now, first and 10 for the Heritage, 24-yard line. Here is Dolan making some checks at the line. Moves Hayes and Ways West to his right side. He's going to drop back to pass. He's going to pitch it to the right side. Trey Hayes looking for room. He's trying to get to the edge. He will. He will get five yards on the play there. He definitely got five on that play there. Five yards on the first down. That is incredible. That I, is the third time in a row that he's done that. His acceleration getting to the edge is unmatched. Yeah, and you can, that's right there why he is a Division One level running back, and he has those two offers to show for it. I'm I'm frankly, Rune, I'm surprised he doesn't have more. Yeah, I think his lack of size kind of hurts him. He's, I think it he, does. He's a shorter yeah. guy. Short is a relative term. I mean, he's not short by any stretch of the it imagination. It says 5'10 on there, but I think that's generous. That's a, that's a very generous. Because I, I, I'm 5'9", 5'10", and I, I'm in the same uh, science class as him, and uh -huh. I think I have it maybe an inch on him. So it, it, I think that's a little generous, but he is not the biggest of guys. As Mason Ward now turns the corner and will get a first down on a pitch, There's but a, a flag. flag down on the play. And I'm sure that's going to be coming back as an offensive holding. Yeah, it's going to be unfortunate as the Titans had a really nice play. Mason Word has been kind of a little bit of a shifty, nice uh, change of he's, pace back. He's had a quietly very good season, I would say. He has. The stats don't really show it uh, b through the first five games up to the Rockridge mm -hmm. game. He had 13 receptions for 64 yards. and a, he hand, had, a handful of those receptions came when uh, Henry Fleckner came into the game. Yeah. Is he 
He has Henry shown Fleckner just through yeah, to him. Henry Fleckner is, or he is Henry Fleckner's favorite target that he's shown so far this season. Makes sense, a slot receiver yeah, for yeah. a young quarterback yeah. to get it to the middle of the field. And no, no, really, no true tight end or anything. Also, to try to dump it off to either. In addition to those uh, catches, he also has three rushes for 38 yards. He's not the biggest guy by any stretch of the imagination. No, he's about he's, he's about the same height as Trey. Yeah, he's listed at five nine. That's probably 148. Yeah. That sounds about right. But he's not very big, like no, he's size wide. Yeah. Uh, and he like that's like 148 is probably the max of what he is, and but he's super shifty. He's a very shifty guy. Super you see it shifty. on the punt returns. Here they come with that again, that interesting formation they got from Rockridge, and I like seeing this from Coach Woodard as now he's going to motion it out. At least they're trying to do some different looks, see what the difference is. I think motioning is something that great offenses do, and the Titans are trying to emulate that. Here's Dolan now drops back to pass his. Screen passes way over the head of Mason Ward. I think he thought Mason Ward was Eli Armenteros there a couple <laughs> extra, extra inches. Yeah, it almost looked like he was kind of confused if he was throwing that ball to Thomas or Mason as Thomas was was the guy on the inside of the screen that was trying to obviously have the first block for Mason to start uh, running once he caught that ball. But it threw it almost at the height of Waysgrass and closer to Thomas as well. So interesting decision. Or it, not a great throw there by Dolan. That'll bring up about third and 12 now for the Titans. Third and 12 for Dominion. They're trying to make this a tie game. Here is Trey Hayes gets to the outside. He's going to run. He's going to be short of the first down. Flag thrown on the play. Not sure what it's going to be, but Trey Hayes is going to be short of the first down either way. So we'll see what the penalty is. Most likely a hold. The amount of trust that they put in Trey Hayes. Third and 12, you don't see third, any other running back get third it. and 12 situation. Then they say, all right. Go get it. We'll put two wide receivers to the near side. Like, they're not even putting, like, faking it. They're saying, we're going to run the ball to Trey Hayes. Stop it. And right there, he actually got about nine before getting taken down. And a penalty on the play is going to be against the Titans. So that's going to bring up about a third and 17 now. Yeah, that's going to be unfortunate. Uh I believe it's still Was third it a holding down. penalty? Looks like it. All right, so it's going to be third and 17 for Dominion. I'm surprised they didn't take the fourth. I guess maybe they were scared about a fourth and four situation. A fourth situa and one situation. No, no, it is way more than that, it, but, I don't think but it not was. a lot. No. I think it was it was really short. I, at the max, it was about two or three, I think, even with my uh, numerical disability so far <laughs> with those issues. Uh, third and 16. Dolan drops back to pass. He's under pressure. He's going to throw left side deep. It's such a good pass. Oh, just through the fingers of Mason Ward. The perfect you pass. You can see Dolan. Dolan. He, had his hand, he has his hands. He's clenching fist at his waist. He's throwing he him up and down. He's very he knows. Happy. He knows that he had his man right there. Mason Ward, I actually watched his route the entire way. He comes over and uh, gives him a high five and saying, hey, that's what we need more of. That's a good throw. That's, a, slight, that's a great throw, That is actually. a really good throw. It's just slightly out of the – like it hit the fingertips of Mason on that play. And they're going to go for it here on fourth and 16. But a really good throw there by Aiden Dolan and a really, really good route by Mason. As we mentioned, he's so hard to guard out of the slot with his shiftiness. Fourth and 16 now for the Titans trying to make this – trying to get rid of this 3-0 deficit against a Heritage Pride. Here's Dolan. He's going to drop back to pass. He's under pressure. He's going to run, try to split the defenders. He's going to pitch it to Trey Hayes. Hayes looking for room, not finding any. He's going to be brought down behind the line of scrimmage. And Heritage is going to make a huge stop. Alexander Preble, the senior linebacker, makes a stop there. And the Titans turn it over on downs. It's an interesting play call on 4th and 16. I don't think it was supposed to be a pitch to Trey Hayes. To be yeah. I, that was a broken play from yeah, the start. Yeah, 
Yeah, but just I feel like I can't believe Aiden didn't really take a shot right there. I, 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 I understand. I understand wanting to get the ball to Trey Hayes. You're like, hey, it's a broken down play. I see Trey kind of open, but I mean he had two heritage pride right there next yeah. to him, and then the second he caught it, he was taken down really quick. I think the pressure really affected him there, but nevertheless, the uh, heritage pride are going to take over. Here is Vogel now in the pistol. Two receivers to the near side. One is a tight end, and then one way isolated to the far side. Ball at the 31 yard line of the t uh, of the uh, pride. Jimmy the Chris, first play. Jimmy tackle. Chris is going to make a huge arm tackle there. Just grabs the man and pulls him down for a gain of one, maybe on that first down. I play. think he's just at the line of scrimmage. Uh, so it's going to be second down and ten for the Heritage Pride. Seven minutes left in the first half. That's one of the first times we've actually called Jimmy's name on defense this year. Interestingly enough, Jimmy, for such a dominant player, does not have any sacks this year. I think his impact does come as an offensive lineman. I, well, yes. Sure. <laughs> obviously, no, obviously. There's no denying that. It's And he's on the edge. It's such a big guy. He doesn't have the greatest speed in the world at 6'7", uh -huh. and who knows how much he weighs. But he does eat up a lot of space. And even though he doesn't really have the stats for it, he just it's just he shuts down the whole side of the field on the defensive side of the ball. His heritage now will run that ball for about uh, a Again, generous one, one yard, maybe half a yard, as that's going to bring up about third and nine right now. Going to be very important for this tight end defense to try and get off the field early here. They can't take the risk of going down two scores into no, the half. No, they cannot. Especially since they got the ball first. Those early drives where Dominion wasn't able to cash in are really looming large right now. Yeah, it really is, and it would be a shame to have the Titans go to halftime without any points to show, as they've now put together three pretty good drives, and they've just stalled whenever they've gotten down to the heritage side of the field. Vogel now drops back on third and nine. He's going to be throwing deep. It's going to be, oh, oh my, my goodness, another dropped interception. I think it was Deshaun Crawley there. It was Deshaun How Crawley. How many picks have we dropped this year? Not just have we, like, I don't want to put him on the spot, but Deshaun Crawley, that's, that might be the fourth pick I've seen him drop this year. And it, it's not just him, but just the Titan team as a whole, have, they just got to be more, like, just focus, right? Like, there was no one around him right there. That is a play that needs to be made, and if we get that interception, we're take, he has room to run. That's probably at least a 20-yard return, as Heritage is going to punt the ball now, and we do have Trey Hayes back, so maybe that'll make up the same ground of what the interception would have been, but now we got a, boot, a line drive line punt drive to Trey. Punch a lot of time to return. Trey. He's going to run to the right side. He's now going to try reversing field. Hayes looking for blocks. He's got something. He's going to cut back to the middle of the field, and he'll get into the 43-yard line. No flags thrown, it looks like. And the Titans are going to have some good field position to work with here with 5.48 left in the first half. And that was a really, really line drive punt for Rune. And it, yep. gave, it gave Trey Hayes a lot of room to return, and he did a lot with it. And that was about a 25-yard return. And honestly, it probably gets us to the same spot of where the interception would have been. So that kind of makes up for that loss. Here come the Titans now trying to make, trying to break their scoreless uh, halftime play so far. Haven't been able to capitalize on some good drives. Here is Dolan in the gun. He's going to give, oh, it's a drops I don't exchange think we got on it. the handoff. And the Heritage Pride have recovered the football. At midfield. Man. They're going to get some good field position That's here. That's a disastrous first play for the Titans. My yeah, goodness. Yeah, it is. It almost looked like it was an option play, but... Dolan just, maybe he tucked, he just didn't communicate it well enough, or Trey thought that it was his and just completely muffed, and it was dropped, and both of them just had no idea what happened by the time there was already three Heritage Pride on the footballs. The Heritage student section is bouncing, bouncing up and down, up and, down. My and actually goodness, some there. good 
good school spirit there by the Heritage Pride uh, showing out and coming all the way out here to Titan territory to uh, root on their team. 5.43 left in the first half. First and 10 for the Heritage Pride. D-Block has actually filled in a little bit more here, Varun, since as the game has started. Here is Vogel. He's going to drop back to pass. Throws a little quick route to the outside. That's Jeez. way out of bounds. And that's what I was kind of talking about here at the beginning <laughs> of the game. Vogel is not shown in, in from, what Accuracy. I, from what I watched in other games. The ability and to throw? <laughs> well, he's got an arm. as we've seen Yes, him he does have an arm. He has an arm. He's chucked it up a little bit but just not a lot of accuracy at all. And I guess if you have uh, Janice on the outside, you're saying, hey, 6-3 against who are the two Dominion cornerbacks? Mason Word at 5-9 and Desha or Deshaun Crawley, who is, I guess he's six foot, but that's still some good size. And then Cyrus, who's also also like 5-6. Five, 5-9, five, I think. Cyrus? I'll Cyrus is like 5-6. Yeah, Cyrus Williams, correction, he is... Uh Listed here, trying to find his... 5-5 five, uh, five is what it says on the five, sheet. 5-5, five. okay, so... A little bit, yeah, let's Good tackle. Oh. oh, unfortunate play as the Titans will miss a tackle, and it's going to be a gain. Nope, no, no gain one. there. Maybe a loss of one, but the Titans had a chance to make it a loss of five or more. 5-28 and counting left in the first half. Titans trying to make a quick stop here and get the ball back to their offense after the fumble between Trey Hayes and Aiden Dolan. I think that's more that fumble looked to be more on Dolan than it was on Hayes. I, I tend to agree with you on that play. It just seemed like maybe, I, I do believe it was an option play, as that's something they've been running a lot of so far. And I think he just tucked the ball away late, and Trey thought it was his arm came in and just fell on the, fell on the fell floor, out. and three pride fell on that super quickly. As now trips to the near side here. It looks like we're actually going to see a pass play. A pass play. Isolated to the far side, I think, is Janice. Here is Vogel, third and 10, 451 left in the first half. Titans bring a blitz. They're going to have some pressure. They're going to dump it off here to Arcuri, and he's going to be hit. brought down after a gain of one. May, not, nothing more than that, and the Titans are going to get off the field here, making it a fourth and. Looks like to be more than 10 as the scoreboard is incorrect. Fourth and 12. Yeah, so it's going to be about fourth and 12 That's, here. That was a really, really good tackle by Thomas Wade. That's a great defensive stop overall. That's a really good defensive stop. And they, I like the blitz there on that play. And Thomas Wadesgrass just, he had um, the, her the heritage running back running full steam ahead at himself, and he just got his body low and had that quick stop, and that's a really that's a short punt. Short punt. It looks to be shanked. It's going to bounce at the 29-yard line. Generous, bo or generous good, bounce. Good bounce for the Titans, and they're going to get the ball at their own 35. That's a Let's see what they're able spot. to do here. They've been able to move the ball pretty well between the 20s. It's when they get inside that red zone that they really start to struggle. Yep. So let's see what they're able to do and see if they're able to get some points here. Cannot have another three and out after the defense has been working so hard. I'd say you need you need points here before the half for Rune just to get your team some confidence. As I know, before the Dominion the was the Titans were super confident coming into this game. As I had lunch with a few of the Titan football players today, and they were talking about how they really thought they could do some damage here against Heritage and how they really thought this was going to be not a gimme game, but a game that they are Felt fully capable in. of winning. Let's see if they are. Here is Dolan in the gun. He's going to pitch it to Hayes. Hayes looking for room to the outside. He's going to run, get nothing on the play. An interesting score from around the county. Woodgrove is currently up 14-7 to over the Stonebridge Bulldogs. That's a pretty big... That's a very big out... It's going to be important for Woodgrove because last week they got drummed by Briar Woods by the score of 28 to nothing. Briar Seriously. Woods. Briar Woods is not as uh, is a good team. I saw them play against Riverside uh, and then I saw the score against we Woodgrove. We did pretty well against them. Too. We did. We lost by about seven, 6 or 7 points I think. And uh, listen, I think uh, Briar is the second best team in 5A right now. Wow. 
Yeah, they're a very good team. And that for those of you that are listening to my surprise, it's they have not been good over the past few no, years. Not. And After, no one no one expected them to really be good this year. Yeah, they have a quarterback, Christian Green, who's simply sensational. He's a very mobile guy, very shifty guy. Think about a Trey Hayes, but less power and a little bit bigger, but uh-huh. very shifty. And he's going to be a superstar next year. I have a pretty good feeling. So Second a, and 10 now. He's a junior? Yeah, he's a junior. Here is Dolan. He's going to roll out to his left. He's going to throw Great a pass. Throw. It's going to be caught by Jaden Hickey. Sh- no, Aiden, no, it's going to be Aiden, Aiden Smith, Smith. And Aiden Smith just pushes the Haters defender off him when he gets out of bounds. That was a really, that's a really that's tough a good throw. throw. That is a really going to his left. He's running side to his arm. left side arm across his body on the run, and he's really good at throwing on the run, Bruin. And we've mentioned that numerous times in this broadcast. And all the times he's completed passes so far, he's been on the run. So he, Aiden, or Aiden Dolan is that was a really uh, that's a high level throw. And able to complete that pass now for a Dominion first down at about their own 48 is Trey Hayes now has the ball in his hands. Trey Hayes runs. He's going to get three yards on the play. That's going to be bringing up a second and seven. Some more Loudoun County scores. The Valley Vikings are up 21 to nothing over Independence. As I said before, their score against Independence does not matter for the Titans. It's probably expected, though. Yeah, it's outside of conference, so that's not relevant to the Titans' postseason chances. What will matter is what comes up in the next few weeks. And right now for the Titans to win this game. 2.45 left in the first half. Titans down 3 nothing. Ball at the 48-yard line of the Pride. Here's Dolan on second and 10. He's going to drop back to pass. Good protection. He's rolling right. He's going to run. Dolan is going to get he got it. short of a first. No, he's short. They better give him that spot. He held he, the he football sh- out over his short. head. He is short get, by a yard. I think that's a really bad spot. As Aiden Dolan was I falling. Knee, I think his knee came down first. It might have. But he reached that ball over his head, and I thought he got it. And that's a really heads-up play there. It's a, it's dangerous. But I think that's a really good play there by Aiden Dolan. And a good read as he had some really good protection. And the hole opened up. And he said, you know what? I'm going to go do it myself. But that will bring up a third and one situation here. This is a for long the Dominion one Titans. yard. It this is, is a, a long, it is a long one, one yard. yard. Where they're spotting it. Here is Dolan. He's going to give it it's a direct snap to Trey Hayes, and Trey Hayes is going to lose about 10. 10 yards on the play. Man, that is unfortunate. They've tried that direct snap play, and it's worked the first time, but the second and third time, <laughs> not that much. We are just we're putting good drives together, Varun, and we're just making these big mistakes that are on really the important plays. On the important plays that is really hurting the Titans. When it doesn't really count or where we don't really need the big play, we're getting like five, six yards, seven yards, but in a false start here by the Titans as well. Oh. So that'll push us back. Actually, I think they just declined the penalty and just took the 10-yard loss. But Smart. Yeah, it is smart. Just, you just gotta be, frustrating gotta, It's here. really frustrating. As we, we get in that third and one, we're driving. The Titans look good. And then a bad direct snap. The Trey fumbles around because it's a little bit to his side and a little bit towards Dolan, so it's a confusion. And then... You get sacked or you get dropped for a 10 yard loss as the, the Titans are bringing on the punting unit now on about a fourth no, and 11. No choice here. Uh, no, no, you have to. Ball at your own 44 yard line, minute 44 and counting left in the first half. You don't want to take any risk here. You just want to pin them back and let your defense, who's gotten a bit of rest, uh, they're going to take their time here on this punt too. So, oh, yeah. Titans, uh, Eden Smith is going to catch this ball at about his own 36-yard line, and their returner is way back at about the 12-yard line. Let's see if Aiden Smith is able to have a nice punt here. Oh, and he's going to be under pressure. He's trying to run. He's not going to get a first down unless he is he able it. to. He got My it. goodness, what a play by Trey. No. By play to Hayes, but there's a penalty on the play. It has to come back. Man. That's disappointing. What is that penalty? What, what a play what by Aiden Smith. We've seen him make some two great runs so far. Aiden Smith is just an elite, pure athlete, and he's 
as we already mentioned, one of, if not the best, school's best lacrosse player. He's shifty, he's fast, and right there, a super low snap. It was actually skimming the grass the, almost the entire way. That didn't look like a planned play. No, it, it, no, it was not even close to being a planned play. Yeah, it was, it was a low snap that he fumbled. He had a Heritage Pride player right in his face, and he had no option, and he had to scramble, and it's going to be... It's going to be against, against the, defense. the Heritage Pride. So Aiden so. Smith making plays happen here for the Dominion Titans, and he's m saving this drive as the Titans are going to get some bonus yards onto that, we'll call it a 25-yard run there by Aiden Smith based on where that punting snap on where, went back yeah, to. Not from the line of scrimmage, but no. from where he caught it. He had to go back a quite a ways. And now we that. are in the dreaded red zone here for the <laughs> Dominion Titans. Ball is going to be spotted at the 21-yard line, so slightly outside the red zone. But a minute 16 left in the first quarter. Aiden Dolan going to catch the snap at about the 25, and they're going to get a first down here. Let's see if Dominion's able to capitalize with a minute 16 left in the first half. Here he is. He's going to take the snap. He's going to give it to Hayes. Hayes looking for room. He's got it, and he's going to get seven, a bit yep. more than seven yards on the play there. That's the second. They just did another direct snap to Trey Hayes, and it was fumbled. Yeah, I don't like that play that much. It's just it's a I like it in short yardage. I like it two times a game, but they've done it three or four times, and it's been good. Under a minute, so the Titans are going to have to hurry. They have two timeouts left. Here they go ball at the 15-yard line, second and three after the seven-yard run by Hayes. Here is Dolan from the gun. He's going to take it, give it to Hayes on the counter. Hayes looking for room to run. He's finding very little, but he's going to power forward, get maybe two on the play, and that's going to bring up third and one. 38 seconds and counting now, and they're going to call a timeout here. So a 30-second timeout here by the Titans as they try to stop the clock with 36 seconds left in the first half. I'd say down that, three to nothing. I like that timeout. I like that timeout. You have a third and short here. Obviously, you kind of have to with 36 seconds. You don't want to rush anything here. You have one more timeout left. Yeah, and it allows, it allows the Titans here to make a good play that should hopefully allow them to get a fresh set of downs inside the 10-yard line, and they have to put points up on this drive. They cannot come up empty. And it's going to be interesting to see if they get, let's say, inside the five, or even just stay inside the 10 here, and you get a 4th and 7, a 4th and 6, and do you go for it, or are they going to bring out um, whoever their kicker is going to be? Caesar, possibly? Yeah. Caesar well, who was who it was in the Rock Ridge game. We haven't actually kicked off yet this year, or right. so far in this game, so it'll be interesting to see who they bring out. But if they do maybe choose... Maybe Aiden Smith? Maybe Aiden Smith, maybe. I don't know how he is at flat kicking, but <laughs> it is it is different than... It's funny. very different, yeah, exactly. Third and one now for Dominion. 36 seconds left in the first half. Down three, nothing. Here is Dolan in the gun. They're going to line up now. If I'm them, I'm running right behind the big, big body of Jimmy Crist. Here is Dolan. He's going to take the snap. He's dropping back to throw. He's going to throw left side to Jaden Hickey. Oh. Pass is out of bounds. Incomplete. That's going to bring out a fourth down. That pass was way out of bounds. So Hickey fell down. But the pass was uncatchable nonetheless. And that'll bring up fourth and one. I say you go for it here. You still have your timeout, so you can use a rush play. They yeah, you can run the ball here. You I can run the ball here, use your timeout, maybe take or spike, frankly, if you want. But I think that's a waste of a down. And yeah, if I you think, have a timeout, you don't need a spike. Yeah, I'd say you just get your, you try to rush here, get your first down, call your timeout, and then you have a couple shots at the end zone with, I'd say, what is there, 31? Yeah, there's 31 30 seconds, seconds left. left. That's an eon of time. Yeah. Here is Dolan, Hayes to his left side, two receivers to the far side, one to the near side. And before the play, no. there's a penalty. Is Please it gonna do be not a, be a false start. If it's a false start, that's going to be devastating for the Titans. What is it? Got to be disciplined. 
I don't know what that penalty call is. It's but against it's the defense. Against the defense, so the Titans are going to get an automatic first down here. No, they held up the fist for still fourth down, so half the distance <laughs> to the first down marker? <laughs> it's a fourth and half a yard now? Fourth and half a yard, I guess. I don't know what they called. I mean, it is now fourth and half a yard, under half a yard. It's like literally on the marker. I'm surprised they don't just bring Dolan under center and just fall, but we'll see what Woodard has drawn up. Is there's I don't think they've run more than 10 plays maximum from uh, no, under, no. under center everything, this year. Everything's shotgun. Everything's shotgun. See, it, you don't want to bring something in new, especially on a fourth down. That's fair. Here's Dolan on a fourth and one, two receivers to the far side. Here he is in the gun. He's going to take the snap, drop back to pass. He's got time. He's under pressure. Get now rid of the football. he's going to be unable to. He's going to get sacked. And the Titans are going to be unable to get any points here on the fourth and one as Aiden Dolan is sacked. And the Heritage players are going to celebrate as with 25 seconds left, the Titans are unable to convert on a fourth and one. I really, really hate that play call, Vern. Why Four do you not give it to Trey Hayes? Fourth and under half a yard. You have a timeout with 30 seconds left, and you do a pass play into the end. Like, all Why is he rolling left as well? Yeah, He's so much better throwing to his right. We saw that yeah, early in the yeah. half. Why is he rolling to his uh, I don't know. left? I don't know. And it looks like... Uh, Heritage is going to take a knee and gets a half. Yeah, they're up 3 nothing, and they have 25 seconds left without much of a passing game. So they're going to take a knee. We are going to go to halftime. Titans down 3 to nothing. Two drives inside the red zone. No points to show for it as they've gone for fourth down and been able to convert both times. So disappointing result there for the Titans. But they've been able to move the ball. Heritage will start the second half with the ball. Coach Woodard is currently talking to the referees. He is done now, so I don't know what that conversation was about. I'm I'm still very frustrated by that play choice. What would you call there in that situation? Any kind of run, frankly. Fair enough. Honestly, what I would do is I would just half or have your quarterback just fall behind Jimmy Kristen Natter and just get your half yard or even just give the ball to Trey, anything in that situation to get keep your drive alive is come you can't come up empty in that situation. Now we're down three nothing at halftime, and we've been inside the red zone three times so far this game, Varun. It's tough. It's no denying how tough this situation and it's not even, is. It's not even turnovers. It's and not turnovers. It's not turnovers. It's, it's just inability to finish. The, the lack of a kicking game is hurting them greatly right now, and you see where the loss of Melvin Panetta is hurting them yep. as he being unable to kick means there's a backup kicker, means there's a lack of trust, which means that you're now going forward on fourth down and you're unable to get it in short yardage situations. But we will come back to you in the second half um, as we're just about ready to bring you to the halftime interview with Coach Woodard. And we will bring you there right now as the Titans are down 3 nothing at the half to the Heritage Pride. I'm J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington, and you are listening to Titans Football on the DHS Press Network. Go to dhspress.com for all the news Titans fans need to know. There's no need to hide your smile in high school. Want to look your best? Barricade Orthodontics can keep you smiling on and off the field. Located in Sterling, Virginia, Barricade Orthodontics is convenient to all the surrounding areas. They provide a wide range of treatment options from clear braces to Invisalign and payment options that fit your family's budget. Dr. Barricade is a board-certified orthodontist and has been voted top orthodontist in her community. Text or call 703-433-9330 for a complimentary consultation or get a virtual smile assessment online today. Go Titans! Hello and welcome to the Titan Halftime Show. I'm Ian Whitfield, joined here by Coach Drake Woodard. How you doing today, Coach? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm glad to be here. After the first two wins of the season, how can you guys build upon your momentum heading into the final stretch of the season? 
I think uh, just like the first two wins, you, you take a game at a time. Um, so for us, um, the past two weeks has been all about Heritage. Uh, we were lucky to have a bye after Jefferson, uh, get healthy, still work. And we, we use those five days to work and watch film and get better at everything that we thought we were weak at. So uh, very excited. And uh, it's one game at a time. and It's a conference game. Uh, so, you know, also game of the week. So it's some good stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of talking about game of the week. How is it? affected the play have you seen any change in the players like maybe going a little harder have they been talking about it a lot at practice and how have the as a coaching staff have you guys kind of handled it because now that you guys know that I'm sure there's a little more emphasis on wanting to really win this game yeah you know really today's been the only day I've really heard of it uh so Thursday before the game um I think we might have just won it last night Something I think about, yeah. um so for me uh you know I do like the social media aspect of portraying positive, you know, influences that our team does and, you know, wins and whatnot. Um, but the other stuff, the stuff that can kind of sidetrack you, I do not, don't like to focus on. Uh, but this stuff, when you get to get a crowd and other people's eyes on your team, see the product and see what you're building, I think that stuff's cool. So I'm excited. Yeah. Um, what were your expectations for the team ahead of this season and knowing how they – have varied now in regards to the next two games or the past two games mm -hmm. and now for the rest of the season? You know, being a first-time head coach and just kind of my own coaching, I guess, philosophy, you know, I never tried to bite off too much of the apple. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I wanted Potomac Falls, then Briar Woods, and that's what I focused on. And um, you base what you focus on somewhat off of film last year, but you're, you're such a different team, different coaches, uh, different, you know, teaching methods, all that type of stuff. Um, so, you know, those games and those experiences that we had together as a, as a team, coaching staff, players included, um, were important because we kind of see what we are good at, what we're not good at, and what we need to kind of, kind of implement a little bit more. So, uh, we've we've become a running team. You know, it's it's, you know, it's more or less you know seventy, eighty, you know, thirty for twenty. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, you know, it's probably not my philosophy. I would love to be balanced. Uh, but you got to play with the guys you have. So um, for us, um, doing a high dosage of, of getting our best players the ball, um, giving them the ball in different spaces, different ways, um, doing a little bit of decoying, a little bit of motions in there to help, you know, I guess uh, our blocking schemes has really helped us and, and it's created some really big rushing lanes and some, some big wins. Mm -hmm. um, kind of talking about the mix of rushing and passing, mm -hmm. how are you guys going to handle the quarterback situation for the remaining of the season? Well, right now, Aiden Dolan's probably taking over the bulk of that carry, and he will um, the rest of the way um, as far as now. Um, you know, we had, uh, even at Jefferson, uh, we were kind of pushing in a little bit more. Our freshman quarterback, Henry Fleckner, um, which had a great, great Monday night practice, but it doesn't look like he'll be back for the rest of the season. Uh, but, you know, with that being said, Aiden is kind of, um, done it in his own ways. You know, he, he's really good off of play action, and he runs the ball extremely hard. Um, and, and being more of a running team right now, we can use that read option, that speed option, even that triple option um, to kind of get uh, in kind of, I guess, positive field position for our offense and set our team up for the score. Yeah, for sure. I'm kind of also another player that will probably be in those options is Trey Hayes. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of going to him a little bit. He's run for over 200 yards in – the past two games um what can you say about his play and kind of like how you guys are managing his workload a little bit yeah so um I think he's around 25 carries per game in these past two games and we're winning 
Um, I can I consistently going to see that happen much more. Um, and what we do is um, we give them the ball in different ways. You know, each week we're going to have a different run play for them, a different look. Um, it might be the same play, but out of a different look for the defense. It might be out of a motion. Um, so we'll do that to give them the ball a little bit. And, and then we, you know, just use them as much as a decoy as we do, um, you know, run the ball. You know, defense start keying up on them. Um, which they can't the whole game, but they will a lot of the game. Um, then we use our other players to get into the mix in the offense to, you know, help some alleviate some of that pressure. But we got you know manage his carry load, which we do. We think twenty five for his, you know, athleticism and his body is is a good number, and that's where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, after beating Rockridge on homecoming night, how did it feel to be able to beat your uh, former team? It was by far the longest second half I've ever I've been a part of. Um, Same for me up there. Yeah, and uh, you know, you know, I thought our team could have put a lot more on the board, but you know, it it didn't really. Um, yeah, I know some of those players really well. I, I like some of those guys. I hope the best for them in the future. Don't know much of the coaching staff, but um, for us, it, it was just a more of a Dominion uh, Titan athletic football program kind of win. So it didn't really affect me more than uh, I wanted the players to win. So just like almost like an everyday win. Kind everyday of. win, you know. It's there's not one marked on my calendar more than the other. Yeah. Um, how did you guys adjust as a coaching staff before the for the past two wins, and what have you guys really started to put more of an emphasis on now that changed in regards to now getting wins in the column? Um, what we do well, and, you know, watching film, watching film, and kind of seeing it, and, and you know, we wanted to be a spread up tempo team. And we are spread, and, and we do slow down the tempo, but that's because we run the ball so much. You know, that way we can hold the ball. We can kind of dictate and actually, you know, maybe pressure, put more pressure on the other team's offense because we time of possession has been in our favor the past couple games. So with that being said, um, you know, it, it gives our team the best chance to win, and I'm all for that, you know. Um, you know, I never go into a season or a game like, hey, we're going to do this more because I like it more. It's more or less what the defense is going to give us, how we're going to be successful, and then go that route. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of turning to less about the football side of things and more mm-hmm. just on the team. Yeah. Um, there's a very large amount of seniors on the team, some very key players and stuff. like 17, that. I think. Yeah, right? 17, 18. Um, how will you and the coaching staff help to try to improve the roster numbers next season? Mm-hmm. And are you concerned at all about the long-term viability of our varsity team? No, I think um, you know the, the seniors will be missed. Obviously, um, we do have a lot of good juniors. You know, I think the seniors kind of overshadow them just because they're in their positions. But we have a lot of guys contributing that uh, maybe don't have their name in the newspaper. Um, and with that being said, our freshman roster is very large. I think we're up to 29 right now. Uh, now, 13 of them have played football before this year, so you know you don't see the result in the field. But um, that takes time, and that takes you know constant effort, not only in the fall, but winter and spring and summer. Um, so we will be on top of that. And um, the biggest thing right now is the sophomore class. The sophomore class um, from last year to this year, and it wasn't big last year, just from what I've known of, uh, but it's really only like six guys, and that's where you see the big drop off. That's why there's no JV program. Right, that's why the freshmen right now have been playing JV games at ninth graders playing against tenth and eleventh graders. Yeah. So um, it looks bad, but those guys are battling, and uh, we will um, do some in-school recruiting and, and get some guys in here to that don't play any sports and the guys that play one sport get them out in the football team. Um, but football is a different animal, man. Some yeah. guys gotta have it, some guys don't. So I mean, if you're if you're just trying to kind of wear a jersey and whatnot, we probably won't 
punch on the field. But I think guys want to work and guys want to put effort in. I think we can get some of those guys in school. So Yeah, how would you go about recruiting sophomores in school and, frankly, Seneca kids too? Because I know you guys, at least when I was in eighth grade, you guys went down and have done some recruiting down there. In what ways are you trying to recruit? Yeah, so the younger schools, um, we started Readers Are Leaders with Sugarland and a couple. Mm-hmm. We want to start that with a couple of elementary schools. I think Meadows and, and um, uh, Los Islands and uh, Missing One. There's another elementary school that feeds Horizon. into Horizon, exactly. Feeds into uh, our middle school. And uh, we will be in Seneca and kind of first getting our players out there, showing what kind of men our players are. I think those guys as role models, kids look up to that. That puts kids in the seats. That puts kids in football and that puts kids on our team mm-hmm. uh so that type of mentoring is going to help and then in seneca being so close and being able to kind of be in the school now i can get over there consistently oh yeah um and i can work with those guys i can see which guys are athletes um you know i've been over there twice last year um and i just saw i knew which guys were athletes now you know i'm trying to be over there twice a week now you know what i mean so mm-hmm. um you know when i can because i have coaches here and we can kind of you know, set time apart and whatnot. So um, it's going to be time and effort, and uh, I've done recruiting a lot when I was at the college level and whatnot, but, um, you know, it's always time and effort and being persistent and being um, kind of showing the best part of your program to kind of display it to the, the student-athletes. So yeah. yeah, that sounds great. Um, Who are some of the kids who have kind of gone under the radar either this season or in the past couple of weeks uh, throughout the wins who have had really good weeks at practices or – have shown out in the games on the road that not a lot of people would know about and we should keep an eye out for ahead of game of the week and for the rest of the season. Yeah, so a um, couple guys, I'm going to go, I'm going in the trenches a little bit earlier. Um, you know, Brian Kayada has had a pretty good um, past two games. So has um, you know Marvin Padilla uh, has had a pretty good little stretch along with um, uh, Ty Jones. Ty Jones is another, those guys are all juniors, all stepping up pretty big and, and making some, some key contributes. Um, moving from there, uh, Jake Sanderson is mm-hmm. playing with a uh, linebacker, starting linebacker as a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think you guys all know Mason Ward, but he's playing <laughs> yeah. very consistent, very consistent ball player and playing well every day. Um, uh, Jaden Hickey stepped up a lot. Aiden Smith is going to be a player for us just because you know, he's starting to understand everything that much faster. Um, you know, and then Eli Armamentos is getting a little bit more. I know he started from the end of the year, then had an injury, and now he's coming back into the fold. Um, so those guys won't be recognized, but those guys are making big contributions for sure. All right. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, no problem. Um, we will be back with the action momentarily. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Trey Hayes, running back for Titan Football. If you're looking for fresh, never-frozen food, including award-winning gourmet wings, the most delicious burger in town, or just want to visit the best place to eat in your neighborhood, look no further than Velocity Wings. Whether you come with the family to eat, the team after the game, or the whole gang to watch everything that's happening in the world of sports, Velocity Wings is where you want to be. All food is fresh and mouth-watering burgers are only made from certified Angus beef. Enjoy full-service bar or dine at El Fresco on the outdoor patio. Top off your meal with a signature frosty milkshake while you relax and watch all the big games on the high-definition TVs that surround our restaurant. Stop by your local Velocity Wings soon. Velocity Wings is also a proud sponsor of Dominion High School Athletics. Hello and welcome back to the second half of Titans football as Dominion is currently down 3-0 to the Heritage Pride after an early field goal by the Pride. 
has given them all the lead they've needed so far. The Titans have gone inside the red zone two times, but have been unable to convert both times. Ian, what do the Titans need to do to convert and get the lead back and win what's a very pivotal game for their playoff chances? I think, I, I really think they're just doing too, they're trying to do too much. And I think Woodard, who is a, I think is a fabulous coach, I think he's outthinking himself, really. And coaches tend to do this so much. And I know it's not it's not just football, it's any sport. Coaches want to do, they want they think so hard about what they need to do in order to outthink the opposition here in this situation. And frankly, he's doing too much, I think. And he's trying to get these complex schemes when really in situations like we saw at the end of the half where you're fourth and half a yard is a generous term, like literally all you have to do is reach the ball out and you'll have a first down in that situation on when with 30 seconds left in the first uh, first half. All he does, and you have Aiden Dolan roll out, drop back 10 yards, roll out to throw across his body, limit half the field as he's rolling out, and he has no options and he takes a sack. It's, it's just stuff like that and those situations where you just think to yourself, why? And it... I think it's really, if we see in the second half, I think we're going to see some adjustments in those situations where we're going to see Trey Hayes just get these balls in these short-yarded situations and say, all right, it's third and four. We're playing two downs in this situation. We're giving Trey Hayes two situations to, or two chances to get this first down. And I'm not, I would not be surprised if we see uh, a lot less rolling out and passing plays here from Dolan in the second half, assuming we keep this game close. Yeah, I wanted to see if they're just... We know that he's a very gifted play caller, Coach Woodard. Uh -huh. He's shown a great job so far being able to adjust his scheme for the players he has. I think Dolan's so much better rolling out to the right than he is to his left. I mean, we've seen it a couple times today. He's done both sides, but he's really been more effective going to the left. I would tend to agree with you. I think you've got to just put your players in the best situation to succeed. And I get that you don't want to run Trey Hayes into the ground and make it predictable, but like you said, it's fourth and inches. You don't have to do that much. And it's not just we keep using, we keep referencing the fourth and inches over and over again just because we think that's, a, that's the highlight situation that we were referring to. But the situation of here in the first quarter when it was fourth and two and you tried, uh, you had Aiden Dolan on the direct snap and then have a pump fake and then roll to his right and he was squandered or was swallowed up for five-yard loss. It's you just it you question it, and really it's just doing too much. And I think we're gonna see in the second half a lot of adjustments made here by the Titans, and I think we're gonna see Trey Hayes really take over in the second half, which is something I've wanted to see for a lot of this game so far. Yeah, catching up on some scores from around the county. Briar Woods is up 35 to nothing over Freedom at the half. Stone Bridge. Is currently up 15 to 14 over Woodgrove. They've Looks come like back they went there. for two. Yeah, they went for two there with uh, Jared Cole, ran for the touchdown and got the two point conversion. Broad, Rill st Broad Run still up 35 nothing over Churchill at the half. Uh, and. It looks like the Loudoun Valley Vikings are still up 21 to nothing over Independence. So for those who are trying to get caught up on what Dominion needs to do, here's the short version. They need to win two out of their next three games. Mm -hmm. two, two out of their next four games even. But the last one is such a difficult game against Tuscarora that it makes it 
you have to think that it's going to be two out of the first uh, next three games. As Tusky was able to hang with Broad Run, who right. is just absolutely Insane. elite. Yeah, right. Tuscarora is an incredible team. The Gick brothers, they're, they're just phenomenal on both sides of the ball. But for Dominion, if they're able to win tonight, pull out right now, what is it, a 3 nothing deficit, and then they're, they have two games against Valley and County. If they're able to pull out one of those, they will be able to make the playoffs because of how the district works, where the Dulles district sends four teams to the playoffs, decided solely by the number of district wins. If Dominion wins, they, if they're able to beat Valley, they'll have the same amount of wins as Valley, but they'll have that tiebreaker, which makes it so important. So that's going to be a very pivotal game coming up. But first, the Dominion Titans need to take care of business right now against a 1-6 Heritage team that is currently up 3 nothing. The Titans have moved the ball very well so far, but they just need to finish. And uh, they need to... They need they, yeah, they, they just need to finish so far. It's been a frustrating game to see how they've gotten so close so many times and have been able to. Yeah, and it looks like we're actually about ready here for the second half as the Titans are, and Heritage are now in their team huddles. I think the Titans are actually closer to being ready than the Heritage Pride as Heritage is still in their full team huddle. Um... Some I stats so far from this game. Uh, Dominion, for Dominion, Aiden Dolan is 5 of 12 for 55 yards, and he's been sacked three times. Stray Hayes has run 19 times for 52 yards, so that yards per attempt is pretty bad at 2.7, but that's been brought down by a couple of big losses yeah. by the line of scrimmage. Mason Word has two receptions for 17 yards on two targets, and on defense... Uh, Jake Sanderson has a tackle, as does Jimmy Chris, Thomas Waysgrass, and Nader Dijani. Nader Dijani also has, I think, we actually, I don't know this for a fact, because there's a lot of bodies on that O-line, but I believe it was Nader Dijani who tipped that pass up into the air and was unfortunately not intercepted there by the Titans, but it was a really crucial play on a third and about three earlier in the first half, as it looks like the Titans are ready to kick it away, and it is who we were answering our kicking question from earlier, Varun. Uh, Caesar ready to kick this ball away. It's kind of interesting because Caesar hasn't been a bad kicker so far this he year. He hasn't. That's why... I, I don't know why they're going for it so may, often. Maybe they saw something. Maybe in practice he's just not been so good at kicking in-game situations. As Maybe he just takes a lot of time to get to the ball mm -hmm. and get it off. Here he is on the kickoff, looks to both sides, runs up from the 40 and delivers a squib kick here. So, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, uncertainty. Help, yeah, uncertainty there, and the kick will be brought out to the 40-yard line. He kicked some extra points a week ago, and he did perfectly fine, I remember, uh, against Rock Ridge. So maybe something happening in the, in the Jefferson game or in practice in the week leading up to this game that has changed their mind because they have gone for it and not attempted a single field goal so far. It's going to be Heritage Ball at the 40, at their own 40-yard line. Here comes Dalton Vogel and this Heritage offense. 11.55 left in the third quarter. First and 10, ball at the 40-yard line. Here's Vogel now from the pistol. One receiver to the far side. And now they're going to change their formation. This is interesting. Only three offensive linemen. They're going to motion wow. two offensive linemen, two to each side. And it's going to be a screen pass to one side, it looks like. Let's see what they do. Titans stay with their same formation. It's going to be a little pick-pop pass. It's going to be caught. And the pass is going to be completed down to the Titan. 41-yard line. It looks like it was number seven, Alexander Preble with a the catch there. What do you think of that formation? I've seen it a couple of times in college. but I It's it's an interesting play call, obviously, as that's something you never see a lot, but I'm surprised Vogel had so much time to get that pass off for him. 
there were three offensive linemen. There were three offensive linemen, and he had time to pump fake, turn in the other direction, and get the pass off to the middle of the field. And it was there wasn't even a player in his face. Yeah. I don't know what. Maybe the Dominion Titans held back and thought maybe there was a scrambler or something. I don't know what was going on. Maybe here's our Curry now with the handoff, and he's going to get three. I'd say about three, three. Three yards on that play there. Second and seven now. Eleven minutes left in the first quarter. In the, in the third quarter of the second half. Titans down three nothing. And here they come. Looks like they're running a bit of a tempo offense here for the Pride. Here is uh, Vogel from the piston pistol. He's going to drop back to pass. There was a nice quick route. It's going to be caught to complete down at the 30-yard line. It's going to be a first down. Titans are sagging off a lot here in coverage. It's all the cornerbacks. There was not a single cornerback that was within, I'd say, seven yards of a wide receiver on the pride right there. And they're doing it again here, especially on the far side. As they're all sagging off, and Heritage is really just getting these quick slants in. Sean Crawley is playing five yards off the line of scrimmage. Mason Word is playing about six as well. Here is our Curry. He's going to get... Four on the play before being brought down. Maybe a little bit less. No, they're going to give him four. So bring up second and six. Ten and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Three nothing to score if you're just joining us. Dominion down to the Heritage Pride. Needing a win desperately to keep their playoff chances alive. I'm still surprised. Like I'm, still, I'm just going back to that um, coverage thing. The, I haven't really seen any speed as they're actually mm -hmm. pressing up a little bit here. But there's not a lot of speed from the Heritage Pride on their wide receiving core. Vogel now on a draw play, gives it to our Curry. He's not going to get anything on that play. Great play by the Titan defensive line to not be baited in by the draw. And that's going to be a gain of maybe one, but I think he's going to be stopped at about the line of scrimmage. I'll bring up third and five with 10 minutes left in the third quarter. It's going to be ball spotted at about the Titan 26. And Dominion trying to get off the field here. Both teams have been very aggressive going for it. On fourth down so far. Mm -hmm. Four. Uh, here is Heritage quarterback Dalton Vogel. He's going to drop back to pass. He's going to snap it and give it to our Curry on this 35. Our Curry's not going to get it here. He's going to be brought down after a gain of about one on the play. So that'll bring up fourth and four. Vogel today is five of 11 for 36 yards. Our Curry has rushed three times for 17 yards. So he's been pretty effective. The only receiver, uh, the most effective receiver for the for the uh, Heritage Pride has been Preble, who's got four catches for 36, 37 yards. Fourth and four now, nine minutes left in the third quarter. Here is the Heritage Pride offense. I've been pretty impressed with our Curry so far, honestly. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a small guy, good. but he's looked very shifty. Fourth and four now, huge play here for this Dominion defense, trying to stand tall and get the ball back to their offense. Vogel takes, is getting ready for the snap in the pistol. He's going to drop back. He's going to fake it to our Curry. He's under pressure immediately. He gets a little dump pass off. It's going to be a first down. The bootleg works to perfection, and the pride convert on fourth down. That's a really good play call. That's one of my favorite plays is that. The boot? The bootleg right there. It's just so effective, and it's really hard to guard, especially when it's especially when, when you when you perform it to, mm -hmm. to that kind of perfection right there. It's nearly impossible to stop. It's just so much movement. Here is... Our Curry now going to take the handoff up the middle. Gets four, maybe five on the play before being brought down. They're really just power rushing right now with our Curry, which is surprising. Which is weird because he's 5'5 five, five and not, not big. that big. And, I mean, I guess he's willing to take contact. He's willing to lose his sh or put his shoulder down and go into kids, but he is not big at all, and they are really just putting it up the middle with him, and it looks like you're going to see it again here. Let's see what they do. They're going to give it to him on the outside now. Good tackle and by Trey, Trey Hayes. Trey Hayes is going to get there first, but it's going to be finished off 
by a combination of Darian Greenhough and I think it was Mason, Mason Word, Word yeah. as well coming in for the tackle. And that'll bring up third and I want to say nine? This looks like they're third spotting nine. it. Yep. So Titans giving another shot to get off the field here. They need a stop badly to get this ball back to their offense as the Pride have just marched down the field here, converting on a fourth and four earlier to keep this drive going. Third and nine, here's Vogel. He takes a snap, drops back. He's under pressure. It's going to be a little screen. It's going to be tipped. It's going to be incomplete. They're going to call it an incomplete pass there. So it'll bring up fourth and nine. And let's see what they do here. Are they going to kick a field goal? Or are they going to go for it? They've kicked one field goal successfully in let's this see. game. That's about a 15, we'll say a 32-yard field goal. Yeah, a little bit more. Right. I think that's 33, 34 it looks like. Doesn't look like they're going to kick it. They're going to go for it here on fourth and nine from the Titan 15. Yeah, the ball is going to be spotted at the 15. They need to get to the Titan 8 or, yeah, it looks like the, between the 8 and the 7-yard line to get this first down. Titans trying to get a huge stop here on fourth and nine. Seven and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Titans down by three. Getting a, getting a stop here would be pivotal to getting your offense back on track. We have not seen the Titan offense so far in the second half as this eight-minute drive. And now there's a penalty called here. This eight-minute drive by the Pride has been sucking at the time. It's going to be against Heritage, so that's going to push them back a little bit. That's a killer for the Pride here. It's now it's going to bring up a 4th and 15 situation. Mm -hmm. It's going to be 4th and 14. 15. Well, 4th and it should be 4th and 14. Now it looks like it's going to be a Pride timeout. They're going to talk this over. They use timeouts a lot before these pivotal plays. I, I, I mean, especially in a close game, I don't like using the timeout, especially on a 4th and 14. Yeah, when you like, you might as well just in that situation just kind of almost be like, well, <laughs> like why waste a timeout yeah. there for a play that? No offense, even on fourth and fourteen, it's not a great p possibility that you're able to convert, even if you do call that timeout. Yeah, as the Titans are now going to have time to talk this over a little bit and get a good defensive setup, as you cannot surrender any points on this play, and you cannot give Heritage any breath of life on a fourth and fifteen. Yep, cannot cannot give this up here. It would be a killer. Not only would it give them motivation, but they would. I'd almost guarantee points on the board, if not a touchdown. Then you're down two scores in a team that's struggling to put up points right now. Mm -hmm. Dominion and Heritage have played some good games in the past. They, they have. And Last year was an overtime winner. This year, it's 3 nothing. It's a, it's a defensive battle for sure, but it's still a close game no matter what you say. And even the years before that, before we broadcasted, that we've had some good games. So it's, uh, so it's always a good battle here between the two Titans and the good, Pride. Two good matchups here. Here is... Volgo now on 4th and 14, trips to the far side, one receiver to the near side, it's Janice. Titans showing blitz, they'll bring it, they're under pressure, here's a pass just to Janice to the end zone. Good. Tipped away by Mason Word, and that was going to be a touchdown if he didn't get his hand in there. That was a touchdown get for sure. My what, a, what a play by Mason Word. He, I thought he was beat for sure, yeah, I thought he was beat. I thought it was a touchdown for sure, and he, what all good cornerbacks do is they don't give up on the play. You get a hand in there. We actually saw Stephon Gilmore this weekend. And against, I forget who the Patriots played, but the the wide receiver he was beat. The Giants, right? Something on Thursday night. They oh yeah, the it was the Giants? Yeah, and Danny think, Dimes. Yes, <laughs> Danny Dimes. But the that he was beat, and one of the best cornerbacks in the league. He got his hand right in there at the last moment and was able to tip it out, even though he was a hundred percent beat. And that's what Mason Ward did on that play. What a great play by the uh, the junior cornerback. Here's Trey Hayes now runs forward on first down for a gain of about two. That'll bring up second and eight. 7.15 left in the third quarter. Titans get the ball now after a huge fourth down stand there. 
and after they'd been uh, after they'd been struggling a little bit with their defense, especially on fourth and third down conversions, they come up big. They're giving the offense a chance with the ball. Got to capitalize on some of these stops. Second and seven. Here is a little scat pass now to Wazegrass. He's trying to find room on the edge. He's going to find it, get down a gain of about four or five, but there's a penalty flag on the play. He powered forward a lot further than I thought he did. He got nearly a first down, it looks like. Yeah, he got a first down if he they did. don't call this back with a penalty, but as is common with this Dominion team, penalties <laughs> are a killer. As Woodard did mention in that halftime interview, how long that second half was last, or what was that, last broadcast Two weeks, yeah. against Rockridge. Just, just an unworldly amount of penalties. Just absolutely crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I've no, never was, seen anything like it. And both sides of the team, but especially the Titans. Yeah, the Titans really did struggle with penalties in that game. Let's see what they're going to call here. Officials huddle. And we're going to get a signal right now. It's going to be a hold against Dominion. So that will bring them back 10 yards. And the Titans, after a penalty, a play that looked like it could get them a first down, are going to be pushed back a great deal here. It's going to make it second and 17. Nothing's going to match the first and 51, but the Titans do really seem to put themselves in some really bad positions. I'm, obviously, I've, we haven't followed a team as closely as the Titans as we are their broadcasters. Yeah. But I've never really seen a team that's been put in more bad yardage situations like this in a season. Like, just extreme. <laughs> Here is Dolan now from the gun. Second and 20 now. He's going to drop back to pass. He's rolling right. He's going to throw far side. What a throw. Is it going to be... It's a catch. Beautiful sliding catch there made by Mason Word. And that'll be a gain of about 10, I'd say. Mason Word is still limping. 11 yards. After that, he got his hand in on that play, as we said, was just an absolutely amazing play. But right there, he's actually made that sliding catch, and he got up limping a little bit. He was, he was limping after that play as well. So that's just something to keep a tab on, too, see if he's uh, still going to come out for these following plays. As he is now lining. He's going to end up lining up to the far side now in a triple wide receiver set, and Jaden Hickey here to the near side. Here come the Titans. Trips to the far side, as Ian said. Third and nine. Big third down coming up here. Hayes in the backfield next to Dolan. Dolan drops back to pass. He's got a free rusher coming right at him, and he's going to be brought Oof. down. Oof. Takes a huge... Hit there. My goodness, he got crushed on both sides. And that's going to bring up fourth down here. Ball placed at the Titans 15, and they're going to have to punt. Not great. No, it's not great. <laughs> that was a bit. Aiden Dolan just took an absolute shot after he was already wrapped up at the legs, and he tried to get out a little bit, and he just got absolutely uh, slammed by uh, number 12 on Heritage. Yeah, the play made there by Mason Daly on Heritage. On that play, when you see a free rusher come in, is that on the responsibility of the quarterback to avoid him? Or is that something that Trey Hayes needs to pick up as a blitz, uh, blitz uh, running back pickup? I mean, it depends on what his role is in that situation. Mm -hmm. If Woodard depend if tells him, hey, you're going out as a uh, wide receiving option for Dolan in this situation, then no, it's not. And mm -hmm. Aiden, Aiden Dolan needs to realize that, hey, there's a free rusher coming at me. I need to get rid of this football. After the punt is down at the 46, it looks like... Jaden Hickey and a player, no, it was Rasa Nikapur, yeah. and a player on Heritage got tangled up and went down to the ground, actually. And the, uh, there was a flag thrown. We'll see who it's thrown on. I think they should just pick that flag up, honestly. They were both, both, they were both blocking. They, got, they both fell to the floor while blocking, and they just, 
a little shoving and exchanged a few words, but it's not like they were fighting like or anything like that. Just it's normal football stuff. We'll see what they call here. The official just about ready to make a determination. It's gonna be a not unnecessary, unnecessary roughness on the Titans and on the Pride. So those two penalties will offset and the result of the play, a punt down at the forty 46. They haven't placed the ball down. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was down at about the 46. Oh, it looks like they're going to uh, They're going to place it at the 46-yard line, and it will be pride ball. Let's see if the Dominion Titans can come up with another big stop here. Their defense has been really good so far for Ruben. They've they're early on in this or in the game they were forcing quick three and outs. Obviously, they gave up that big drive that ended up in a field goal, and they gave up a decently long drive to start the half. But they had a good stand. They were able to force them back to about a fourth and long and didn't give them any options. And their defense, I'd say, as a whole, has looked fairly strong right here. They have indeed. And there's a penalty thrown here before the snap. Wooder takes off. He's he just, is very mad. I think the penalty might hat. be on him. Let's see. It was thrown after the official was right next to him. So it might be, not sure if it might be unsportsmanlike conduct on Coach Woodard. We'll see. He's not happy, whatever it is. He's standing there, like, one foot out in front, just completely slouched over. Finally puts his, puts his back hat on. back on. It's going to be Sports, unsportsmanlike yeah. conduct against the tight end, so it's going to be on Coach Woodard, it looks like. That'll be, uh, I think, a 15-yard penalty and a first down for the Pride. Man. Got to stay disciplined in that situation. That's, Especially as a coach. Yeah, you have to keep your composure. I mean, I, I'm all for coaches getting fired up and not talking to the, the coaches in situations like that. And I know as a soccer player, it's always cool to, or I don't know if cool is the right word, but it, it always gets the team energized. And sometimes coaches got to get in there and get a little fired up and get your team going by yelling at the rest a little bit. Even if it does result in a penalty, sometimes it's a little gamesmanship and it works out for the better. But I don't think that's the situation you want to be taking something like that. No, as now not. they are, they, the ball was the ball. at the 50 it's and now we're going to be about the 32. 35. Yeah, it's going to be a great field position for the pride here. Vogel goes over to the sideline to get some, uh, get some last-minute instructions from his coach. Interestingly, talking to uh, Coach Cochran before the game, he was he kind of insulted his own quarterback a little bit, saying that he didn't have the strongest arm to go down the field vertical, vertically, and that they were going to spread him out horizontally. They haven't done really much of either so far today. No, they haven't, and I'm surprised he said he doesn't have the strongest arm. Is he's kind of been airing it he out? Hasn't, he so. hasn't. He, I, I didn't think his arm was maybe not the most accurate, but no, I'd say I'd say he's not accurate, but he has some pretty. I'd say he has a decent arm or better than decent arm. Honestly, he's kind of been airing it out. Yeah, they have. They've been focusing mostly on getting the ball in the running game to Arcuri, and then a couple of pass plays here to uh, Preble. But here they come in the pistol now. Two receivers to the near side. And one to the far side here is Vogel. He's going to drop back and hand it to Arcuri. Arcuri is going to lose one, maybe two, two yards on the play. That'll bring up second and 12. 4.50 left in the third quarter. Titans desperately need a stop and then a score here as time is running short on this game. Like you said, the Titans seemed... 3-0 the score, four and a half minutes left in the third. Second and 13 now for the Pride. They're going to line up trips to the near side, one to the far side. I think it's Janice. Here is Vogel in the trips, in the pistol formation. Arcuri behind him. He's going to fake the pass. He's looking for room to run. He's going to throw over the head. He had a man wide open, but there's a penalty on the, uh, on the, on the play. I can't believe he missed him. Janice was wide open on the sideline there, Varun, and that might be kind of what they're talking about. Janice was 
wide open. I, I mean, he didn't have his feet set. I think he was a little bit flustered by the pressure, but still, that's a throw that you have to make, especially when he's I'm, wide open like that. If he finds him there, he's streaking. Yeah, I mean, oh, obviously, a there's a penalty, and it looks like it's going to be against the pride, judging by where they're moving right now. It's going to be a false start, it looks like. or an It is a false start. So, that'll bring them back five yards. The result of the play does not result in anything. So, it'll be second and 18 now for Heritage. Just... I can't believe he missed him in that situation. Max Janis, a stud junior receiver, also a very good basketball player. He's They tried throwing it up to him like he was in the low post there when they tried giving it to Mason Word. And Mason Word, like we talked about, a smaller guy, went up and made the play. Big time play there by Mason Word. It's going to be second and 18 now. Here is Vogel from the pistol. We have a ref running onto the field now from the near side. After a game that really didn't have too many penalties, there's been a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Last few plays especially. Second and 18. Ball at the 40-yard line of Dominion. Vogel turns back, says something to Arcuri. Arcuri nods in agreement. Here is Vogel now with the snap. He's going to take the snap. Titans come with the blitz. There's a free rusher. It's going to be intercepted by Dominion. Interception made there by the defensive lineman. Ty Jones. Ty Jones makes a beautiful play on the, on the screen pass. Jumped the route like he was a cornerback. And he returns it down to the Heritage 45-yard line. Man, if he had scored a touchdown, we would have gone nuts. That's a big-time play, though. And I'm kind of confused where that throw was going, I think frankly. it was a screen pass over the middle to Arcuri. They've tried to set that up a couple of times where they let the rushers come in. I actually didn't realize that ball was intercepted until you yelled, <laughs> interception. I... I, it was just so quick, and I thought that play was either dead or it was completed, and he was turning up field. And next thing I know, uh, Ty Jones is running right up the seam of the field as the Titans hurry onto the field now, and they're about to get a playoff. That was really quick. Here's Dolan now, first and 10. He's going to pitch it to Trey Hayes. Trey Hayes looking for room up the left side. He's got it. He's got a first down. Goes down at about the 32-yard line, and that will be a first down for the Titans. Trey Hayes pitched to the outside. Almost always works. I mean, it's a very it's a very good recipe, and it's bound to be successful. As the Titans now are nearing the dreaded red zone once again, and we really you gotta capitalize on some of these opportunities. How often do you get? Are how many other chances are you gonna get in the red zone in these situations? Yeah, you can't keep getting into the red zone, and then it just deflates both sides of your team. Three forty left in the third quarter. Here is Dolan from the gun. He's going to drop back. He's going to keep it himself. But before that, there's going to be a penalty flag thrown. We'll see what it's called. It's going to be a false start on the Titans. And penalties are starting to mount up here. That'll be a make it a first and 15 now. Woodard after that, after, Woodard after that penalty just looking down at his feet in d disgust probably. Discipline has been an issue for this Titans team. It really has been. And I'm surprised as I feel like Woodard... Has talked about a lot about the discipline of the team, and he seems like he barks on it a lot. So I'm surprised at the lack of discipline by this Titan team so far throughout the season. First and 15. Here is Dolan. He's going to drop back to pass. He's going to roll right. He's looking for room. He's got some room to run. He's going to run. He's got. He's going to stay on his feet, and he's going to get a first down and more down to the 20 yard line. Aiden Dolan with a run of about 20 yards there. What a scramble there by Aiden Dolan, splitting two defensive linemen just right up the seam, made a man miss, and then was able to sh take a sidestep to his left and gain an extra five yards on that play. And just electrifying this Titan offense is now we are at the 19-yard line. Inside and it is, the dreaded red zone. It is red inside zone. the at, 
ends or red zone and oh, how we got to get to the end zone. <laughs> Let's see what the Titans are able to draw up here. Here is Dolan. He's going to give it to Hayes on the pitch. Hayes makes gets through it a little uh, trip tackle, but he will gain about two yards on the play there. Something I've noticed about Hayes, when guys go at his feet, he has a great talent to just kind of jump out of their little tackles and go forward for a couple more yards. I mean, Trey, oh, he's limping off to the sideline now. But anyways, we'll keep tabs on that. But he is so aggressive and such an elusive runner that just these little toe-string tackles that people are putting at him is is nothing in trying to, uh, to bring him down. And he's just he's he's kind of scoffs at him whenever the, you kind of tackle him like that. Here is Dolan now in the gun. I think it's going to be Derry, uh, Demetrius Summers in the backfield to replace Hayes. Dolan now in the gun. Takes a snap. Gives it to Summers. No, to Eden Smith, correction. And Smith will run for it, powering the – he pitches it backwards. That was nearly a disastrous play. But it's just going to be a gain of about seven there for the Titans. That would have been the highlight of Marvin Padilla's career if that had happened right there. He got into the end zone, and he was celebrating like there was no tomorrow, Varun. He had no idea that the play was called dead. Aiden Smith quickly lateraled that, and Marvin Padilla, who – is listed as a offensive lineman and defensive lineman at number 76. He's 5'9", oh, 255 pounds, was standing in the end zone, spike, or almost spiked the football, <laughs> looked around as he was jumping up and down, and wow, that would have been the highlight of the game, Varun, if oh, that had man. happened. Trey Hayes is back on the field now. He lines up at the running back position oh, to the right of Aiden Dolan. <laughs> two receivers to the far side as Dolan is in the gun. Third and two from the 12-yard line. Here is Dolan trying to take it himself. Powers forward. I don't know if he got it. It looks like he will be just at the marker. It looks like they're going to call it a first down. So the Titans convert here at the first down to 10. Ball at the 10-yard line now. I was about to say inside the 10 now. This is go time for the Titans. We have to capitalize here. This is a here. huge this set is a, of downs This is here. the closest they have been so far. First and goal for Dominion from the 9-yard line. Here is Dolan. Lines up with Hayes to his left. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near side. It is Jaden Hickey. First and goal. Here's a direct snap now to Hayes, That's, and the play is blown dead. It's, I think it's almost, unless this is a false start, obviously, I think that play being blown dead is the best-case scenario for the Titans. This is the direct snap. A false start. You see Aiden Dolan signaling yep. it before the refs do. But Trey, the direct snap to Trey Hayes, as good as Trey is, this, this direct snap is doing absolutely nothing for the Titans. Yeah, it's... Not been good. You've seen loss of yardage, uh, confusion. Fumbles. Yeah, you've seen fumbles. You've seen false starts. It's just been a litany of errors. And it'll be first and 14 now. First and goal from the 14. As they'll line up in the same formation. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near side. It is Jaden Hickey. Trey Hayes in the backfield next to Aiden Dolan in the gun. Dolan looks around, wipes his hands. Looks over at the Heritage Pride. The Pride coming with the blitz. It looks like they're going to have the line stacked. It's a sea of white jerseys. Here he goes. Drops back. Throws over the middle. Caught. Touchdown, Mason Word. What a throw there by Aiden Dolan. And what a play call there by Coach Woodard. Mason Word catches a 14-yard slant route for a touchdown. And guess what, folks? It feels good to say Dominion has scored and taken the lead up 6-3 now, barring the extra point. It is so good to see the Titans on top in this game as they have been absolutely dominating so far in this game. As now we have Caesar on the field to 
attempt this extra point here for the Titans. Jake Donheimer on for the snap. Here is Caesar. He will catch a snap. Low it will be kick. up. The kick is low, but it is good, and the Titans lead 7-3. Before that play, Mason Ward had 13 catches for 64 yards. He just added one more for 14 yards, and his first touchdown of this season that makes it a 7-3 lead in favor of the Dominion Titans with 1.44 left in the third quarter. Ian, how big was that drive? That drive is crucial for this Titan team, and it's obviously it's massive getting up on getting seven points on the board to take this lead. But the, now they're energized. Now they're thinking, okay, we can actually put up points against the team. We get another turnover, we're going down, we're going to put another seven points on this team. And the Titans are just going to keep adding on to this momentum as now Heritage is thinking, uh-oh, like we, right. we've been bending this entire game. We finally just broke. And now the Titans have the floodgates open, I think. And I think it's going to be an exciting Final, we'll call it 16 minutes and or 13 minutes and 44 seconds uh, remaining left in this game with a minute 44 remaining in this half. Titans now have a chance to pull out this game after being down for almost the entire uh, play. There was a field goal early in the game, the first quarter by Heritage, and since then the Titans have been down, but now they are up. Here is Caesar now. He's going to send another line drive kick. It's going to be caught on a hop. It bounces at the knee, but before that, that is there's a, a penalty. That is 100% the correct flag. The Titans, there were two Titans that ran so far ahead of Caesar, it's <laughs> not even funny. I was watching it, I was like, are they seriously going to let that slide? Like, maybe a step, I understand, but that was so far off sides that, I don't know if they're actually, gonna, yeah, they should be moving them back, I would believe, right? Or, I guess, the redo kick? Yeah, I think they're just going to redo the kick here for the Titans. Oh, there it word. is, offsides. Oh, so they're going to move the five play yards. back five yards, so he'll be kicking out from the 33 rather than the that? 40. I'm pretty sure that was Rasa. So Rasa saw it correctly. But Mason Word, four receptions, 40 yards, and one touchdown, a 14-yard catch. He's having a great game. He has. He's shown to be Aiden Dolan's favorite target, too. He has. He's a great uh, little receiver to make his presence. And the return here is going to be brought to the 46-yard line as the Titans will come out on defense. Not only... Did he score the touchdown that right now is the only points that the Titans have? He also prevented a huge touchdown earlier in the game on a fourth down that might be the, one of the uh, most pivotal plays of this Titans season. I would say that's a pretty accurate statement. If that play is completed and Jansen hauls that down and assuming the Heritage gets their extra point, the Titans are looking at a 10-0 deficit in a team that's struggling so far to put up points, obviously that was a fantastic drive down there by the Titans to get seven points, but they would be down 10-7 right now. And frankly, I, it's a long way back with 12 minutes left and Heritage eating up a lot of clock on their drives. It looks like they're going to move the ball back now for the Pride as it's going to be spotted at the 36-yard line. Not sure what the penalty was on the play, but nevertheless, it'll be first and 10 for the Pride. One and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Now, the Pride down 7-3 to the Dominion Titans, who have stormed back on the strength of a Mason Ward 14-yard touchdown catch from Aiden Dolan. Here is Vogel now having to play from behind. Let's see how they pass it. His first down, he's going to hand it off to Arcuri. Arcuri looking for room on the right side, finding none, cuts back. Gets about a yard, maybe two on the play as he falls forward. That'll bring up second and eight. Ball now at the 36, 37-yard line of the Titans, of the Pride, correction. Yeah, you brought up a good point. It's They're going to have to start throwing this ball soon. And You make, still have the entire have, fourth you quarter. You still have the entire fourth quarter, but and 
right here, you, you still have plenty of time. But it's going to be interesting when you get down to those points in the fourth quarter when he's going to have to pass. Here they come now. The Pride in a bit of a hurry-up off, hurry offense. They're going to throw now. It's going to be complete. A gain of about eight on the play. Still going to be slightly short of the first down as the ball is now at the 45. Vogel has looked pretty good throwing the ball, I will say. Really? You think so? I don't think he's been exceptional, but compared to what the expectations were, I think on the plays, especially on that one play where they had the three offensive linemen, that was a beautiful throw there. I'd, I'd agree with that. But. Here they come on third and one. They're going to hand it off to Arcuri. Arcuri dives forward. He will get the first down. That'll be first down and 10. Ball at the 48-yard line. He hasn't been special by any stretch of the imagination. 6-16, six 45 yards, and an interception, yeah. But... He's been decent so far on those short routes. He's found some guys to extend drives, I'd say. Yeah, he's doing a good job at quickly getting the ball out, though. I will give him that. He has missed some huge plays. Here's going to drop back now. He's got time. He's going to throw. Short pass. It's going to be caught, but only a gain of two as Thomas Wazegrass makes a great tackle from the linebacker position. Thomas Wazegrass has actually had himself quietly a really good defensive game he so has. far. He's made a bunch of very good tackles, getting low and not letting anyone get through him. The unsung hero of this game so far might be defensive lineman and uh, interception getter Ty Jones. As there's going to be a flag here on the play. His interception was what set up the Dominion touchdown. Yeah, that was just... I still can't... I, I actually... I kid you not. I had no idea that was an interception, bro. <laughs> until you yelled interception. I looked up and I saw uh, Jones just running in the other direction. Gru crucial play there. It's going to be a false start now on the pride. That's going to bring him back. Yeah, it was a crucial play just because the momentum it helped the Dominion with because they kind of seemed dejected a little bit. And it's understandable when you get inside the red zone so far. It's so close so many times. And then you're just kind of left hanging. But they were able to uh, continue their drive. And then they were able to use that interception and score a huge touchdown to give them the lead. It's going to be second and 13 now for the pride. The clock is now running. I'm not sure what happened there. It shows zero on the scoreboard, but it's look okay. That's going to be the end of the third quarter. So when we come back, the Titans are going to be uh, the Pride are going to be faced with a third down. I'm JP Finley of NBC Sports Washington, and you are listening to Titans Football on the DHS Press Network. Go to dhspress.com for all the news Titans fans need to know. And we're back now for the fourth quarter of Dominion football as the Titans are up 7-3 over the Heritage Pride. Titans trying to get themselves a postseason berth here if they win tonight and are able to get a, another win in the district they will have secured themselves a postseason berth. And after an 0-4 start, if they're able to bring themselves back to 3-4, and winning three in a row, it would be a miraculous achievement. And D-Block just sang happy birthday to Natter Dijani. <laughs> you could hear the entire D-Block singing happy birthday to Natter and the entire football team crowding around him and going, hey, and jumping all <laughs> up on him after that. That's an awesome. I, I love to see moment. that. That's awesome. So happy for him. His Natter is just such a nice, He's guy. Such a nice guy. Everyone loves him. Here is Vogel now, drops back to pass on second and 13. Wow. He's going to throw it downfield. It's going to no. be intercepted, it's but there's going to be a flag. Gonna be that's that's offensive that looks passing. Like, yeah, you mean yeah. defensive. Or defensive yeah, pass it's interference. Be defensive Sorry. pass interference, I think. We'll see what the penalty is called, but in the meantime, yeah. it's an interception for, I think it's, 
Deshaun no. Crawley. Yeah. But it's going to be – they're calling a penalty. Let's see what they call. He was up against uh, Janice, and Janice was going up to get it, and Crawley with his chest, no hands. So I think he pushed. I, th I thought, I thought no, he pushed. No, he didn't use his bit. hands. He used his chest to push him in that way, away from the ball, and just go up and get it. Let's see what the officials are going to call here. Huge, pivotal call that's coming up here. Nah, that's going to be pass interference. Pass interference yeah. on the tight ends. That's, that's, the right, that's, the right, that's the right call. Yeah, there was some uh, interference there. So that's going to be first down now for the Pride. As a defender there, when you're going up against a guy like Janice, what are you supposed to do when you see that ball go up? I mean, because it it's didn't hard. Look, he went up for the ball. Yeah. He went for the ball, and there was contact, but I don't know what else you can do as a defensive player. It's hard in those situations when the ball's thrown up in the air, and it's it's actually just it's like a really good tactic in – especially when you have a guy at that size of Janice, just to throw the ball up and say, hey, you can either, one, penal or foul our guy, penalize him, and give us some free yards, or he's going to go up and go get that ball, and we're going to get those yards there. So take your or pick your poison practically. Right. So it's a good – it's always – I mean, it's also risky because what's you, his name? Vogel is shaky. He did show the cannon there, but – First and 10 now from the 41. He's going to give it to Arcuri. Arcuri runs up the middle. He's got room to run. He bounces off a Dominion defender, and he's going to go down to the 26-yard line. of the Titans have to be careful that they don't give up this lead right after they've got it with 11.40 left in the game. We're getting down to crunch time here, folks. 7-3, Titans lead as the Pride are driving, have a first down now at the 26-yard line after a Deshaun Crawley interception was wiped out by a pass interference penalty on Crawley. 11 and a half minutes left. Here is a handoff now to Arcuri. Makes a man miss, but is unable to get anything as he is brought down after a gain of about one, maybe two on the play. Dubbing up second and eight. Good tackle there by Jake Sanderson, the sophomore, who's going to be a pivotal player for this Titan team for Everyone the next gushed. few years. Everyone has gushed about Sanderson. Everyone. Like everyone. everyone I've talked to speaks so highly of him. Thomas Waysgrass, Trey Hayes, even Coach Woodard. Coach Woodard, before the season, talked about him. He's been great at the tight end and linebacker position. Here is second and eight now. Arcuri gets a handoff. He's going to be brought down behind the line of scrimmage. That's a lot of Titans there. Oh, that's got to be a penalty. That has to be a penalty. He just threw a punch. I didn't see what happened. As all the Titans were on... I couldn't see the number there. I believe number 11 on Heritage. They have two number 11s on the field right now, it looks like. Yeah, two number 11s, so I don't know how that works. But anyways, one of the t uh, Heritage number 11s was being pushed back by nearly five Titans. After the play, it was just one Titan left on him, and the whistle blew, and he threw a punch, and no so, flag was thrown. It's getting chippy here, folks. Yeah, Third a lot and of ten. A lot of Titan parents were screaming for a flag. <laughs> a lot of Titan fans were screaming, too. Here is Vogel now from the gun. He's going to drop back to pass. He's under pressure. He's rolling left. On third and ten, he's going to throw. He's got a wide-open receiver, and Heritage is going to score a touchdown. He Coverage is. bust for the Titans. He was wide open. They brought and a lot of pressure right there, and he was just left completely wide open in the end zone. That's going to be a touchdown. It's going to be 9-7 to seven now, the Pride leading. And that's just – it's interesting Man. to see is if they properly give they a flag on that play. And I, like I'm not even trying to be, like, hometown or anything like that. That need – how is that not a penalty? That has to be a penalty. He threw a punch. Like, it wasn't even hidden. It was just practically out in the open. And I, I know I wasn't the only one who saw it. It's tightened all over the uh, D block, and the parent section for sure were screaming for a flag, and they just did not do it. High snap. 
Oh, it's, it's broken. Jan is trying to make something happen. Cuts back. He's going to be brought down, and that's going to be a little bit of a safe here for the Titans. It's going to be 9-7 the score. Titans are only down by two. That's a big play, though, there by the Titans. Is it makes it, even though they aren't doesn't look comfortable kicking the field goal, now they can kick a field goal to take this lead. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see a field goal kicked, I'm not going to lie, just because of what we've seen so far in the game. They weren't willing to kick a shorter field goal. And they're not even really willing to kick the ball off, Arun. Everything is a squib kick, and I Caesar has a good leg. Like It's not even like you're worried about him, I don't know, maybe his accuracy of kicking it out of bounds or something like that. Well, I'm not totally sure because there are a lot of situations where we see them really close to the end zone and they decide to kick the field goal. Yeah. They decide to forego the field goal for a fourth down try. I don't know if that's a situation. Maybe of, that's just something Woodard wants to do. Maybe he's He just, is an aggressive coach. He that is an aggressive one thing. coach. That's one thing I'll give him credit for. He's always been aggressive. But it, he does not have a weak leg. I know it's soccer tryouts when he tried out for the soccer team. We were doing some flat kicks with soccer balls and I know it's a different, completely different ball and it's a little bit harder to kick. But he was able to boom it too. So it's not like he is not have the leg. Could the cold weather be a factor? Because I know, like, in baseball, they talk about how when it's cold, the ball doesn't travel as far. If it's cold, you know, you would know better than me. Does a ball it, be hard, tend to be harder to kick? I, 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 as yes, we get ready for yes, the kickoff it's, a little, it's a little harder, but I wouldn't say it's, it's not like baseball or anything like that where you're like, oh, we're not kicking the ball long in cold weather mm -hmm. or anything like that. It's going to be a short line drive Actually, kick caught not by. That short. Yeah, no, he, that went farther than I thought. Okay. It's going to be Mason Ward returning now. He's trying to find some room. He will be brought down at the 24-yard line. It's a really good tackle. So the Titans have 10 minutes now to continue. Uh, they had a good drive their last time out. Down now 9-7. They will need to uh, make use of their time. It's Trey Hayes' time, Vern. It is Trey Hayes' time. We see Eli Armenteros out on the field. We'll see if he's given the ball at all. Has not seen a target so far. I mean, Mason Word is having such a good game in the wide receiving core, and Aiden Dolan has shown such confidence giving him the football. As we have Eli lining up on the far side, Mason in the slot. Here is Dolan from the gun. Hayes next to him. He's going to give it to Hayes on the counter run. They love that counter run. They and do. For good reason. Trey Hayes makes a man miss, cuts it to the open field. He's got one man to beat. He beats him. Trey Hayes, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Trey Hayes. A 77-yard touchdown run for Hayes. And he gives the Titans a 13-9 lead after a 77-yard touchdown run on the first play of the drive. My goodness, what a run by Trey Hayes. And, geez, that kid, did you see the move he put on the middle linebacker? Isolated. He was completely isolated against the middle linebacker. And he just looked to his right and then just completely went to his left. And it was so quick. And he was gone after that. And um, Janice was right wow. there trying to make a play on Max him. Max Janice was, was running step oh, by step. There's, him, there's, but, he, but he pulled You're away. not saving him. Oh, Here that's is not extra even. point from uh, Caesar. It's up and it is no good. So both teams miss extra points. And <laughs> it's now 13 to 9, the score with 9.48 left. And I think that may be the reason right. why we're not <laughs> kicking the ball. But Trey Hayes has changed this game fundamentally. A 77-yard touchdown run makes this a 13-9 game. Wow, what a run. Wow bro. is correct, folks. We see, we've seen some great plays by Trey Hayes throughout our time broadcasting, but wow. what a He put 
on the counter too. Then the counter is not a easy run to no, it's get a big not. play like that. Like that's just something where you're looking to get the opposite or get yeah, get the opposition to go the other way and just maybe gain about five yards or just get an average chunk of yards. And on a counter like that, being able to switch directions and quickly get separation and run right through the heart of the defense, make a middle linebacker miss, and then beat out the safety um, Janice, who is not that fast, but he's still able to outrun no, who had a head start. he's pretty fast. I mean, he's a bigger guy, but he's nowhere near the speed of Trey, Trey Hayes, Hayes. But no. Trey Hayes pulled away there. Wow. Man, what can you say about this guy? 200-plus yards in the last two games. And What's he tonight. have right now? Right now, uh, after that run, he's he's over 100 for sure. Here's the kick now. It's no. short. It's going to go out of bounds. So a bad back-to-back set of plays for Cesar Alvarez-Sosa. His kicking has not been great. We are having some kicking troubles. Hayes has 146 yards of total offense. My goodness. It's got, going over 200 yards in back-to-back-to-back weeks, that's almost unheard of, Varun. Like that, it is. That's and insane. The second game, he didn't just have 200. He had 279 yards. That's almost... That's, that's ridiculous. That's almost 300 yards. That's insane. Jeez. That's, that's an incredible play. And you cannot say enough about that play. And we have our friend Shreepal out on the field now. Uh, another former, or he's actually not a former. He's a, uh, a, DHS, a DHS. DHS press member. So he we have be, to we have to give him the proper shout out. Right, because it looks like there's a re, oh a redo kick. That's yeah, they're going ah. to kick it with a five yard penalty <laughs> from the thirty five. So it looks like Shreepal will be out on the field once again. Here's a kick from Cesar Avalar Sosa. Shreepal will be broadcasting Dominion basketball with me. His the kick now from Cesar is going to bounce and be caught at the twenty one. And the Big return hit. will come out to the 34-yard line before being brought down. The Titans once again lead 13 to nine with 9:42 left. What an answer by Trey Hayes! He said, "Mason Word, you've got a touchdown. I'm gonna match you," and scored from 77 yards away from the end zone. I mean, you had to know Trey Hayes wasn't gonna go this game no, without not. getting a touchdown. Come on! Oh my goodness, what a run! 23 attempts, 146 yards, one touchdown. Varun, it's times. It's like, incredible. It's what? What else can you say? I mean, it's times like these where I wish we had video along with our broadcast, just so you can <laughs> witness the, these amazing plays phenomenal. that he's stringing together. You'll probably together. see this on his huddle. Oh, I'm sure you will if you want to go look. Check that out. Here is what the handoff tackle. Out, and he will be brought down behind the line of scrimmage. Isaiah Allen. The uh, no, correction. It was Michael E. And the first man there. Michael E. And it'll be a loss of three on the play. Man. You can't. Wow, wow. I, I, if you if we sound repetitive, it's because. Whew, what else can you say, man? What a player! What a play! Second and twelve now for the pride. Here is Vogel. Starting he, to get some energy to this game now, Varun. Yeah, he's gonna drop back. He's gonna roll right, looking for someone to throw to. Doesn't find anyone. Inter Ooh. Incomplete pass, intended for his one of his favorite targets, Alexander Preble, and that'll make this. Third and 12 now. Titans trying to get off the field fast. If they can get a stop here, Varun, eat up some clock, Start go down. icing it. Icing all, it. All they have to do, if they could just tack some points onto the board, on this, if they get a stop here, this game is practically over. Now, that's a bit of, like, you know, you With never nine, know. nine minutes left, Varun, we get the ball here in this situation, a punt, we eat up some clock. You have to eat up a lot of clock there. That's the thing. I'd say we could eat, unless Trey Hayes, of course, goes for another 77-yard touchdown. I mean, you never know. I mean, you know, just casual. 
Casual 77 yards. Another counter. Yeah. <laughs> Sagging <laughs> off again in coverage with the Titans. I mean, it's third and 12. You got to sag off here. Here is Vogel now. Drops back from. There's a penalty on the flat play, so the play is going to be blown dead. Probably an offensive penalty. Yeah, you, especially when it's before the snap like that. It's either going to be offsides or false uh, offsides or false starts. So. I didn't see any Titans jump, so. Let's see. Let's see. False, False start, start. and that will be making it a third and 17. I like how before the play uh, started on that touchdown run, I said, good play for the Titans uh, because I like how they run the counter. And, uh, you know, it, it ended up being a pretty good play, wouldn't you say? I'd say so. I mean, maybe he could have ran a little faster. Yeah, I think, you know, <laughs> Trey Hayes uh, not showing off the incredible speed on that play. Kidding, everyone. Kidding. Relax. Trey Hayes was Relax. incredible. He's been insane this game. It is a frigid night here at Titan Stadium, but Trey Hayes has been nothing short of electric. Nine minutes left, third and 17. Titans trying to get a stop here and get the ball back for their offense and try to kill this clock. Vogel is going to be brought down and sacked. Big play there by the Titan defense, and that's going to bring in the punting unit for sure on now on a fourth and long, and it's going to give the Titans. Ty Jones, he had that huge interception earlier. He's having himself a nice little game here, Varun. First Indeed. time we've really called his name this year. Yeah, the interception, and now that sack on third down brings up a fourth and 17. Now this is going to be crucial for the Titans now on this possession to eat up some clock. The punt is caught and fielded by Hayes at the 40-yard line. He has to go back to retrieve it, but he's got it now. Let's see if he's able to make something happen here. He's going to try getting to the edge. He will. Hayes gets to the 50, the 40. Trey Hayes has one man to beat. It's the punter. He gets through, and he will be brought down by a host of tacklers, but he gets down at the 10-yard line. My goodness, Trey Hayes is putting his mark on this game. I'm assuming this play is going to come back for Rune. Was there a flag? There was a flag uh. on the play in, in, the, in the back early on. So we'll see what this is going to be called, but oh, that's so unfortunate for the Titans. Ooh, Trey Hayes has been electric so far today, and he's, he is something yeah, else, Yeah, here folks. it comes. Yeah, it's coming back for sure, as you can see. Oh, uh, as you can see, the Titan players walking back. It's going to be a oh, hold that's just on the Titans. Oh, wow. But you can just see, he just, he just, his he, acceleration when he gets to the edge is next level. He held, he caught the ball, stood there for about 10 seconds. He looked 10 seconds is an exaggeration. Right, yeah. but, but he for, caught that forever. going backwards. Right. Caught it going backwards, stood there and looked around. He goes, all right. All okay. Right. Okay. Look over there. He's like, all right. Got something. And then he just goes. Go. Boom. But now we got the Titans backed up a little bit after the, the catch by Trey Hayes. Let's see where they start the ball. I think it's going to be spotted at the 35-yard oh, line. That's so unfortunate. But nonetheless, maybe Trey Hayes can just put up some more scrimmage yards now. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to get him over 200 for the third straight week. That would just be insane. Eight, you incredible. don't see eight that. Minutes, you just minutes, don't see that. Eight minutes left, he might do it. They're going to just feed him the rock for the rest of the game. He might do it. I could see it. If he's, Wouldn't if, put it past him at all. No, I mean, he's at 148, right? Yeah, he's at 146 right 46. now, so he's just got 54 yards to go. They got 65 yards to go overall, so here he comes. It's going to be a little they tip like pass, tap pass here to Thomas Ways, who has some dangerous plays. He it was is brought a dangerous down. play. Wow, that was hard-stopping for me for a second. Under eight minutes now to go, second and ten for the Titans after the tap pass. That tap pass really works well when you're closer to the goal line, I think. Yeah, I tend to agree with you, but they've actually ran it in the open field a lot of the time so far in long yardage situations to Thomas Wagegrass, and he's done a really good job with it getting to the edge as Thomas, for his size, is a lot of speed to, to himself, and he's shown it so far, being able to accelerate to the edge and turn the corner, and he's an angry runner too, so... 
puts he, his head down. Yeah, he puts his head down, and he's ready to barrel through some guys. Seven and a half minutes to go. Here come the Titans. A pitch now to Hayes. Hayes looking for room. He's behind the line of scrimmage, but he will be... He gains one on the play before going out of bounds. Not the best decision to go out of bounds, I would say, but... <laughs> what do you want to do? What do you want him to do in that situation? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, he, yeah. he was forced out there on that play. Yeah. But that, I think that's more of a function of uh, the coaching there. I think you have to call yeah. something to the Oh, inside. yeah, yeah, yeah. He must be so tired right now, Varun. The amount of usage he's getting. You wanna, I think you want to put Demetrius Summers in for maybe a play or two here, just to make maybe, sure that he's maybe. not he's, exhausted. I know Woodard was talking about wanting to get him about 25 touches a game, and he was at 19 with about five minutes left in the first half. So <laughs> he's well over that margin. Yeah, he, he has been the workhorse for this Titans team. Here is Dolan in the gun. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near side. Dolan drops back to pass. He's got time. He's going to throw left side deep. He's got a man Ooh. incomplete as Jaden Hickey is brought down. Trey Hayes, 23 touches so far really? today. I can't believe he's not at more at this point. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when you break 77-yard runs, it's hard to get more touches. I guess. Yeah, that's true. It's true. 7.17 left, and it's going to be 4th and 8 for the Titans. They're unable to kill too much clock here as they're going to be punting. Here is Aiden Smith on. He's going to catch this at about the 25-yard line. It's unfortunate. We were only able to get about a minute off the clock right there. Yeah, I think that's where you'd like to see maybe a different type of play call, especially on that third down, maybe a more safe yeah. play call. But nevertheless, they're going to punt it here. The strong leg of Aiden Smith coming into play now. The snap ball spotted at the 38-yard line. He comes down to a knee to field it, barely gets it off. A good high punt. It's going to be bounced. It's going to favorably bounce for the Titans as it rolls into the 20-yard line, downed right there in the 19-and-a-half-yard line. Great play there by the Titans and Aiden Smith. A favorable bounce. A favorable bounce. Seven minutes left. Titans trying to get a stop here. Uh, up by four over the Heritage Pride. These mix, missed extra points are kind of coming into play now because the Pride are down four. If they had made that extra point, they would be down uh, three, which would put them within reach of a field goal. But they need a touchdown now. They really do, and we're we're almost we're nearing within the seven minute mark of this uh, uh, fourth quarter now, and it's really start. You're really starting to think how many more possessions are the Heritage Pride really going to get? Not many. And if it's not, if this is not, I'm assuming they'll get at least one more after I th this. I think they have this and maybe one more. Maybe one on more depending on how the Titans handle their next possession. Vogel in the gun. He's going to keep it himself on a handoff, and he'll lose about two on the play. Got to be more creative than that. I think it was like a read option. Oh, and. Uh, yeah, he's he's down on that play. He's a little bit slow to get up. Yeah, he's really slow to get up. Yeah, he's really hobbling over to the sideline. Ooh. As it looks like they're going to bring in their, their ba new backup, backup quarterback. quarterback. It's going to be number 18, Brandon Lofton, coming into the game, the junior, 6'5". 227. Massive. Look yeah, at him, a, head and shoulders a, over the rest of his team. That's a big quarterback right there. Great size for a quarterback. He will come in. Uh, obviously, probably arm isn't totally warm, so you could probably expect a run play here. We'll see. What I'd stack the box. Uh, Titans are not going to do that, but they're going to be. It's going to be a quick little screen pass yes. the outside, and Trey Hayes. <laughs> Trey Hayes comes up and makes a huge hit. Helps the guy up afterwards. What a nice guy. He's actually such class too. He's such as class as a player. A guy who's so elite as a player. He's he's a nice guy in school too. You talk to him. He he's done multiple stuff, and he does it with a a smile whenever we ask him for the broadcast. Like whenever he came in for him, an interview, comes in for the interview, he wants he goes out of his way to do stuff, help us out, and he's he's really humble about how good he is too. He's constantly 
uh, one of the best players in this conference. Pro. Third and, and 13 now, under six minutes now as the clock hits 5.57 and running. Drops back to pass is lofted. He's going to throw left side. He's got a man too far for Janice. He had a step on Mason he right there. He did have a step there, but the pressure got to Lofton. Lofton has an arm. He did. That, that, was a, that ball came out with some zip, I will say. I mean, at 6.5, I would hope so. I would hope, I would hope so. you yeah, have you have, Yeah, you have some, uh, a lot of torque coming in. Fourth and 13 now, so it looks like they will punt. And we talked about how they're only going to have one or two possessions left. Kind of wasted one right there. Yeah, they really wasted one with practically two wasted plays with the run to the outside and then there's the quick screen. The and then the right after that, costly. then you were looking at third and 12 right after that, and then you just chuck it up to uh, Jansen and that's it. Wow, uh, wow, that's a shank. That's a bad punt. That is shanked. It will go out of bounds. At the 30. It, they're, they're, they're moving 30. it forward. Let's see. It's going to be right at the 30-yard line. Titans have 30 yards to go to get another set of points wow. here. 5.44 left in the game. Man, that's the worst time to have a shank punt. Wow, that is – what did that go, 15 yards? Yeah, that went 15 yards. Not a good punt. The understatement of the year. <laughs> and we'll see what this Titan offense is able to do now. Up 13-9, to 5.44 left in the game. Got to capitalize on this right here. Put this game away. You score right here. Over. 5.44 left, it's over. Here is Dolan. He's going to take the snap, give it to Hayes. Why not? Hayes looking for room, gets six on the play before falling down down at about the 24-yard line. Big run there by Trey Hayes. Yeah, that's a good first down run. Gets you in a more favorable down and distance situation. We've talked about he does that over and over, over again. Over and over again. It's, it's automatic almost for him. It's a cold night here on pink out for the Dominion Titans. Long sleeves abound. The black and pink looking simply spectacular, and the tight end score looking just as great as we're up 13-9. to nine. Now five minutes left. Here is Hayes. Takes a handoff. Makes a man miss. He's got room to the outside. He's got it. He's going to go out of bounds after getting the first down and a little bit more down at about the 15-yard line. I'd the tight end's back in the red zone. I'd say that's an interesting decision there by Trey Hayes. To go out of bounds? Out, no, to stay outside. He... So he made that cut to get in, mm -hmm. and there was a. There were two. There were obviously the Titan wide receiver uh, was blocking on the outside there. I think if he went inside, he's getting. I don't know who's there stop. to stop him really. I just maybe obviously I'm not going to question Trey <laughs> Hayes's decision making with his running as I'm sitting up here in a football booth, but I I I feel like he could have just maybe if he cut inside maybe just get a little bit closer to the end zone there. I really. I'm kind of confused why he did that. But nonetheless, I'm not going to question Trey Hayes as now it's a fresh set of downs for the Titans. First and 10 from the 15. Here is Dolan now, tries to get to the edge. He's got the edge. He's going to run. Wow. Powers through a guy, but gets about six, maybe seven stays inbound. So the clock will continue to run on second down. Aiden Dolan at 5'10", like 5'10", he runs with, he 5'10", runs, 160. We talked about uh, Thomas Wazegrass running angry. So does Aiden Dolan. Like that, but he, he just doesn't, like it's just completely downhill running when Aiden mm -hmm. Dolan starts running. Like he, that, there's no, there's no, that defender was head and shoulders mm -hmm. above him, and he ran nope, straight into his chest and pushed him for an extra two yards. Agreed. He had a play last year against Heritage where he just bounced off a guy and rode to a touchdown. Second and four now from the eight-yard line, 420 left in the game. Here's a handoff to Hayes. Hayes gets, tries getting to the outside. He's going to be tripped up. No, he'll stay on his feet and dive forward to the four-yard line, a first down. And that's like the fourth time on this drive where they've gotten to his ankles, and he just... It, you're not going to get him. You're not going to get him at the up. ankles. He's too powerful. He's too strong a runner. tripping him up. Sometimes they get closer to him, and I'm like, oh, are they going to get him by like a shoestring shackle? And he just literally kicks through you. It's like, incredible. Yeah. 
and right there, and now we're inside the five-yard line for the Titans. Fresh set of downs, Aiden Dolan bringing the guys in for a huddle. First and goal from the four. Four minutes left. Titans trying to ice this game away. 13-9, the score they lead. Here, they're going to line up. I, I like the formations they've come out, and here's a trip On this drive, now. yes, yeah. I would agree. They've done Throughout a very the game, good job. they've done a lot of tight splits. I like seeing that. One receiver isolated to the far side. It's going to be... Jaden Hickey and Trey and Aiden Dolan is going to keep it himself. He's going to run in. It's a touchdown. Aiden Dolan keeps it himself on the quarterback keeper, fakes the pitch, dives in, and barely gets inside to make this a 19-9 game with 3.49 left. Ian, we talked about the Titans trying to put this one away. They might have just done it. They might have just done it, Varun, and we're inside the four-minute mark now. 3.49 left. Heritage is down at least two scores. I, if we get the, Let's finish this kickoff right here. Make it an 11-point lead for the Titans and put this game away. It's going to be a two-touchdown uh, lead, a uh, two-possession lead for the Titans. Confusion here on the extra point as Caesar keeps looking back at the sideline. Just kick it through the uprights. And his kick is up. It is high, and it is good. We'll take so it. two for three on extra points is Caesar Oliver Sosa. That makes it 20 to nine with 3:49 left. Ian, what do the Titans do on that drive to keep them, to ice away this game? I think they finally did what we were talking about at halftime, Varun, and they weren't really doing it here early in the third quarter as well, but they were playing simple. They were not making the most super advanced packages. They weren't doing anything super hard. They were giving Trey Hayes the ball and just power running with him, and Trey has had an absolutely spectacular second half so far, and, and now the Titans are up 20-9 to nine with 3 minutes and 49 seconds and looked... Looks like they're going to take this one to victory as long as they can hold the fort down for the, the small remainder of this game. Yeah, some statistics. 27 rushes for 166 yards for Hayes so far today. Not, not even 200. Not <laughs> even. <laughs> I scoff even it. Trying? I scoff at that. Even trying? But uh, some more surprising stats. Aiden Dolan, 9 rushes, 46 yards, and a touchdown. He had a 20-yard rush on a huge first down and 15 earlier. And passing the ball, he's 7 for 15, 78 yards, and another touchdown. So two touchdowns on the day for Dolan. Word has, Mason Word, of course, had that huge touchdown to break open a scoreless streak for the Titans. Four for 40 yards and a touchdown. Uh, other than that, not really much to say. The skib, squib kick here is going to be fielded and brought down at the 41-yard line. Squib kick is such a generous term there, Varun. That did not That's go, not even that, a squib kick. I don't think that went more than 15 yards. That ball went, I, we'll call it 15 yards, but it was rolled the entire time. <laughs> like, it, like the second it fell off the tee, it was rolling. Is, the point of a squib kick is that it's low and not returnable. It's, yeah, it's low and not returnable, and you're risking no long return. Exactly. So, it, But most of the time, it's a line drive for about what, 20 yards, 20 to it 25 yards, skims the grass. and it skims the grass, and then it hops, and it'll make like a weird bounce or something, they have to adjust, gives your players enough time to get down there, and that's just a roll for 15 yards, almost like a bad onside kick. Wow. The first play here, there's a dominating effort here from the Titan defensive line as they knock down Lofton, and his pass goes incomplete. He's a little shaken up there, he's got... Got up, he uh, shakes his head to the side, uh, ruffles his helmet a little bit as he goes over to the sideline for his new play calls. He's getting back into the huddle now as we have a Heritage offensive lineman hustling across the field to get off. Heritage now on a second and 10 as the referees are signaling. They're going to call a like timeout, a I think, or is it a penalty? It looks like a penalty. Is I don't know. Too many men any... on the field, maybe? I thought they got off in time. But nevertheless, Trey, uh, Aiden Dolan, after a season where the quarterback has been kind of a controversy so far, 
112 QBR. Wow. That's great. I, that's, that is good. That's great. I mean, a lot of it's from rushing and a lot of solid rushing ability, and he's actually he's been pretty good in the passing game so far, but nonetheless, 112 QBR, you can't argue with that, right? Yeah, he's been he's been a game manager, and that's what you need. He's been mobile when he needs to be. He's picked up some his great— His throwing on the run has been spectacular. It's been great, especially when he's going to his right. He's very, very good. And on that touchdown, he dropped back, hit his third uh, step on the drop, and then he fired it with confidence, and he had he word is, open. He is very fast and very he agile. He has a great release, I got to say. He's really quick. He's not the most accurate guy all the time, but on that touchdown throw, his mechanics were pure, and he, they were clean. We got a D-block update, Ian? Uh— I don't know. They had a they had a chant going right there, jumping up and down, fist going in the air for the few remaining D-block members that are left with. I can't really blame them. We're looking at, what, 30, 40-degree weather right now? It is very cold. We are in the booth. It is much warmer up here, but it's still slightly cold. I have a jacket on. I do give props to the Heritage Pride. They have a Yeah, they have a great student the section. The fact that they're down 20 to 9 with 3 minutes and 30 seconds, and, and they have a left. good student section for about 30 minutes away. Second and 10, Lofton drops back, throws. It's caught. Catch. What a catch there. Janice is going to be brought down by... I think it was Sean Crawley made the tackle as they go down to the 46-yard line. They're going to run a hurry-up offense Will the pride. Trey's going to want that one back. Trey jumped the route, got his hand, and it was just slightly over his fingertips. That's where the lack of height kind of hurts him <laughs> a little bit. Just a tad. Lofton in the gun now. He's going to drop back, throws a quick screen, and Ooh. it's going to be bobbled. Not uh, complete, it looks like, but it'll be a gain of about three on the play. He really shouldn't get a lot of forward progress on that play because he was fumbling the ball around to go backwards to catch it. But looks like it gave him the forward progress anyways, and that'll bring up about a second and seven. Jake a good hit there by Sanderson. Yeah, we talked about Sanderson earlier in the game and how much accolades he's got, and he's very solid as a tackler. He's our starting linebacker, starting middle linebacker. Yeah, he has. He and Thomas Waysgrass are forming a pretty good linebacking duo. They've been putting Thomas Wayscrest a lot in the corner position, too. A slot corner, yeah. They're keeping it in a base defense. Here is Lofton. Drops back to pass. He's got time. He's going to throw wow. way over the head of his receiver. Incomplete. I don't know what that play call was right there, but that's just a tragic play call for that kind when of situation. When you're throwing to the flat like that, especially on a quick route, you cannot take that many hitches in your uh, throwing motion because if even if he had gotten that pass there, Mason Word was about to jump about that to crack and take him. it. Yeah. Yeah. He was you ready could, to blow that you play You cannot up. throw that route unless you're throwing it, catching and throwing immediately. And it's uh, yes, it's about his motion too, but that ball was lofted. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying even if that ball was oh, yes, on yes, target. Yes, yes, yes. I'm saying regardless of how yeah. he threw it, as it's now third and seven from the 40-yard line, 258 left in the game. Yeah, he was doing, up 20 to doing nine. him absolutely no favors no, right there. Of course, even if your guy catches it, he's going to be knocked back by a lot by Mason Word. But now who's not the biggest guy, but he's a very powerful player. Yeah, he is. Guy. Aggressive. And before the snap here, we have a penalty. It's going to be on the Heritage Pride. That's going to bring up a third and 12 now for them, assuming this is a five-yard penalty, which it is. So third and twelve now for the Heritage Pride. This is a this is a must this is a must convert here. I think we're starting. Except to see. you'll see fourth down territory. Yeah, but I, anyways, this is a crucial. Lofton drops back to pass. He's got time. He's gonna throw left side. Incomplete. No flag there on should, the play. Yeah, there should be no that, flag there should on be that no play. Flag. He just tripped after but the play. He got to catch that ball. No, of course it went that's right through, right his, through hands. his hands. It's, I, uh, that's not an easy catch over the shoulder, but you got to complete that. I think we're starting to see why Heritage is at one and six so far this <laughs> season. Fourth and 12 now for the Heritage Pride. This is basically their game right here with 2.52 left in the game. Jimmy Chris coming off the field for the first time in this game. 
he must be slightly tired. <laughs> you think? Yeah, going both sides. He here is Lofton drops back to snap, to pass. He's gonna throw right side. Gets hit as he throws. It's underthrown. It is caught. What a catch! Tipped it to himself off the play. Double coverage, but still caught. My goodness! Wow, that was just a that was just like an absolutely last ditch effort there by the Heritage Pride to try to keep this game alive, and it paid out. Worked. Hey, he went put one hand in the mix. I think that was Jared Arcuri. It was, no, it was not. It was number one, whoever it is on Heritage. Oh, it looks like it's Christian Contreras yep, with the play. It was there. Christian Contreras. And here is Arcuri now with the flag hand on the play. Two Multiple flags, flags on the play. And he will be brought down after a gain of about two. But man, what a catch. He he went up with his right hand and then tipped it back to himself with the la uh, with the right and then my good wow. Ooh. He just it was actually a good defense by it was really oh, no, good was defense by Mason great Ward. Defense. The ball just got tipped. He tipped it to you himself. You can't play it better. No, you can't. And it just sat in the air for long enough for Contreras to turn around and go, "Well, excuse me." Excuse just me. <laughs> pick it out right out of the air and turn it for another extra 5 yards and was inside the 5 now for the Heritage Pride or inside the 10 now for the Heritage Pride. Yeah, it except like it looks penalty, like there's a penalty, the penalty is against will the bring Pride. Them way back cuz they're going to be spotting the ball at about the 9 yard line. It's going to be a holding penalty on Heritage on that run play by Arcuri. 2.25 left in the game. 20-9 the score if you're just joining us. Aiden Dolan, two touchdowns, one passing, one rushing. The passing touchdown to Mason Word. But the true story of this game, Trey Hayes, 27 rushes, 166 yards, and a touchdown. Here is the Heritage quarterback, Brandon Lofton, drops back to pass on first down. He's going to roll, throw right. It is incomplete. The throw is off target. Actually, was not a bad throw. His corner, his wide receiver slipped right there. I think if he keeps his feet, it's actually, it's not a great throw, but he's not it's, a catch it's a catchable ball. No, he's definitely not. You can tell he's uncomfortable getting out of the pocket, yeah. which is good as the Titans have forced him out nearly every single play so far. On that play, even on that long completion, he got absolutely rocked he by did. the Titans. When he stayed in the pocket, he yeah. got crushed, and that, I'm sure he remembered those that. Hits are, those hits are going to add up. Oh, yeah, they do. Even though it's late in the game. Even, yeah, it is late in the game, so maybe Second not as 17. much. But. They're going to rush the line. Trips to the far to the near side. One receiver to the far side. Here's Lofton. Drops back to pass. He's under pressure. He gets hit. The throw is intercepted. intercepted. Trey, Hayes. Trey Hayes with the clincher. <laughs> you want to talk about a uh, exclamation point to this game? Trey that Hayes just doing it on both sides of the ball. Goes up and over a wide receiver who is much bigger than himself and just absolutely snatches it. He says, thank you. Goes down, takes his touchback, walks out and acts like he's putting his backpack on, showing that he's in his duffy. Darian Greenhow with the pressure there. So the Titans have done a great job with their pass rush, getting to Lofton and forcing some inaccurate throws. And they've got the ball now, 2-12 left in the game. You're going to see... 20-9 the score. You're We're going gonna to see, see Trey Hayes three times. Four, uh, three times. We, might, we, we may just see a, a kneel down after... Is there enough time? Oh, and Hayes is going to be brought off the field, it looks like. So they're going to just... Run it with, I think it's Darian Greenhow or Dimitri. No, it's Demetrius Summers. They have two, two timeouts. The Heritage Pride have two timeouts, but down by two possessions. We'll see what they do. Here is the counter handoff. Now a good play for the Titans, as we said earlier. Oh, no, it's Daniel Gutierrez. And Gutierrez wow, take, big picking run. up where Trey Hayes left off, and he will get a first down and more down to the 36-yard line. Is the Heritage Pride just set off like, look at that over there. Look at all the pink in the opposing stands. Looks like they just set off like, I don't even know what that is. It's like a smoke like a powder? It's like a powder bomb, and it's all over the opposing section as they all are now sprinting to the exit, knowing that they just did something. 
Look Man. at that. That is they are crazy. They, they are actually sprinting. They are, oh, I guess the Titans are down there, too. Looks like they're almost ready. Titans are either ready to go onto the field, and the Heritage Tribe just did just left their mark on Titan territory physically. Yeah, I don't as know the what Titans that was. Now, We're going to wow. see probably some issues with that. Here is a handoff now, and it looks like Daniel Gutierrez has some more running room. Gets to the 46-yard <laughs> line. Look at him. Looking great is Daniel Gutierrez. Man's finding the holes. It's another run for 15 yards. Heritage is going to be forced to use their final timeout. That's going to be another first down for the Titans, and at this point, this game is ice, so we can officially say that the Dominion Titans have a shot at making the playoffs. I cannot believe <laughs> I can't believe what the Heritage Pride just did, man. The, the <laughs> he still hug up on the Look powder. They have one. There's one guy in a pink shirt on the far side. Looks like he's cleaning up, but I don't know what you clean up. It's just powder like scattered all over the place. It was thrown up in the air, and literally every single one. I'm not even exaggerating. There's not a single Heritage Pride student left over there. They, they're, they're all sprinted, and I mean full sprint around the outside perimeter of the track all the way to the end. <laughs> Crazy. Jake Donheimer now in at quarterback for Aiden Dolan. So Aiden Dolan wraps up his night, as does Trey Hayes and most of the starters. Good, Great game for this Titan offense. They started out so cold, but we knew that they were going to break through if they were just able to convert in the red zone. Mm -hmm. They started doing it, scored 20 points, under a minute now. Titans lead 20-9. Here is Donheimer, ball at the 49. He's going to pitch it to Gutierrez. Gutierrez is trying to run. He will get about two on the play. 40 seconds and counting. So the Titans will have two games to prove whether they're worthy for the playoffs. They'll have three games, in fact, and they will have to beat County, Valley, or Tuscarora. They will have a chance at the playoffs, something you did not think we would be saying after an 0-4 start, but they won three straight, and they've really started to round into form. So it's nice to see the Dominion Titans after a really tough opening schedule. I was about to say, it's a really rough schedule is what they had to open with. So I, no fault of their own, really, as they've now they're capitalizing on the teams they should be, and exactly. frankly, they've looked good in the past three weeks. Last play from scrimmage, it looks like, as there's five seconds and counting. They'll snap, they'll take a knee, and that's the ball game. Titans. Win this one 20 to 9. Big win for the a, Titans. As they take down and we're on the, field. the Heritage Pride. Student section rushes the field. And the Dominion Titans have improved to 3 and 4. Heritage falls to 1 and 7. And Dominion has clinched a game behind the strength of Trey Hayes. An incredible player. Showed it off today. A 77 yard touchdown run. And then Aiden Dolan scored a touchdown from 4 yards out to close it. This is uh, for Ian Whitfield. I'm Varun Shunker. Thank you for listening to one more Dominion Titans broadcast.